This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What up, 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 hello, 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 hello. Welcome everybody to That One Piece Talk. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Lionel. Sam. And this is That One Piece Talk, where we talk One Piece. Welcome everybody, thank you for being here. On today's episode, guess what episode number it is? It is the Big Hachi Ju. That means 80. Or, or 80. I don't think that means 80. I just said the words 80. But we're on episode 80. It is break week for One Piece. Um, not this week, but next week. Okay. We are going to be talking about chapter uh, 1070 uh, today. So I want to thank everyone for being here. Uh, thank you for always joining up super early. I appreciate it. I know that a couple of people were on TikTok earlier watching me and Chestnut just theorize like crazy. want to say that was dope as hell, too. Shout out to her. Uh, but right now, before I go into announcements, Seb, let's say hi to everybody. I wasn't ready. My bad. All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, we got a lot of people in here. Villain D Juice, KJ, Joy Boy Mark, Quavo, Aaron Tate, Shondi Wandy, Chris, James Hudson, aka Pig, uh, Jason. I hate Mo. I got your name right this time. I show clips. Messy hair. Chance Doherty. Uh, Jose Zamudio. Jordan. Uh, Oz. Chadley. Uh, so many of y'all in here, man. We really appreciate all the love. Celestial, Baby Pluton. CD. Uh, Toby, Antoine, and Gabriel Montoya, Nerd Taku, Winston, Fourth Face, Zaki, uh, Chris again, Ghani, Muppets. So many of y'all in Fourth here, Face, man. what's up? General 30, Juan Carlos. We, we, we really appreciate y'all being here early, y'all, for real. We got a super chat from Jades Hudson saying uh, two dollars. Hashtag Larry has bad takes. <laughs> they didn't even start yet. Uh, good to know that the hate is still alive. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, yes, I want to say thank you to everybody again, once again, for being here. Uh, it's truly a pleasure in order to host you guys and talk about the One Piece uh, chapter. Um, to all our YouTubers, uh, you know that watch us. I want to say thank you. Uh, if you don't already know, Sebastian has a personal channel. He's going to start releasing some uh, videos soon. And I have a personal channel as well. And I released two theories within the span of like two weeks. And they've been very receptionally uh, great. I want to say thank you for that. Uh, also, to our audio-only listeners, I know there's a lot of you. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening. I know that you're driving or you're working or you're doing whatever to get the day by. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, very appreciate it. We also have merch. Uh, if you would like to buy some of our first edition t-shirts, the small and medium sizes are still available. Everything else is sold out. So if this is your first time watching, these shirts will only be available once and they come with a custom made box by yours truly, uh, which means I do have great taste. Also, <laughs> I choose the fastest shipping since I ship them all myself. You can find those at thatonepiecetalk.com slash merch. And to all of our Nakama on Discord, if you don't know, we have a Discord. Uh, you can click the link within the description of this video in order to bring you straight to it. It is a very respectful, uh, very gentlemanly uh, 
and womanly, uh, respectable environment that everybody can enjoy. So please come through, enjoy some of these debates that we get into, and also just uh, we do game nights and movie nights, all right? But other than that, um, I ain't got nothing else to say, man. Yeah? Yeah, I got anything to say? It's just good to be back. Honestly, yeah, I was going to say, it's good we, to be we haven't been fully together. I, That's what I was going to say. It's been a yeah. while. It's been a while it's since all of us have been... been yeah. The squad yeah. is back together. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, people commenting on my glasses. Yeah. The fact that I don't have them. Yeah. I know I'll be cute. You know what I mean? I'm going to put a poll in the chat. <laughs> see whether y'all think I'm pulling the look off or not. But I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Are yeah. you wearing contacts? Yeah, I'm wearing Yo, contacts. You remember Mr. Deeds? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the guy took off his glasses and his eyes started going everywhere. No, was that scary movie too? No, that was crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. That's Mr. D's. That's Mr. D's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The Sebastian was like that when he first took his glasses off. <laughs> you it's look hard, cute, man. It's hard to you see. You look cute, man. Look at me, man. You think I'm cute? Look at me, man. You think I'm cute? Oh uh, man, but no, it's gonna be back. I missed the DDT last week too. Yeah, we're coming back strong this Wednesday. It's gonna be popping. <clears throat> Zaki, I see. I better see you in there. Yes, I better see you in there, man. Yes, we we. Uh, I was also on Zaki's uh, channel. He hosted uh, a couple people, and uh, if you guys want to check that out, please do. Uh, if one of the mods can post that video, uh, it includes me in it. Uh, just as you know, shows Zaki some love. That was a pretty cool. Uh, Collab that I ended up doing. Yeah, man. With yeah. some bitty, pretty big YouTube uh, people as well. So mm-hmm. it was very nice. Zachy uh, deserves a lot of respect for that. So um, other than that, I don't, I don't really got nothing else to say, man. <laughs> Listen. We, uh, we got I, another super chat. You want me to read it real quick? Yeah. It says uh, $2 from James Hudson. It says Lionel CGI still be Christmas week. <laughs> 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 yeah, <man. laughs> um, and we got, oh, thank you so much, Quavo. We got five gifted uh, That One Piece Talk memberships. Uh, so, you're yeah, you're a sweetheart, bro. Thank you so much, thank Nick. You. Appreciate you, bro. Much love. Much That's love. Awesome, yes, man. thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, Lionel, Lionel happens to be here. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably. Just don't, I'm don't, here. Don't, don't, don't swipe your arm this way. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> I'm right here. I, I can't. Water. I, that's, I'm real. <laughs> I don't know how that moves. <laughs> <laughs> that moves. That's wild. It, it was Lionel's hockey, you know. He's, yes, yes. He's like I'm both dressing up as Poppy, but he's willing himself to life. Yes. Know? Oh, so for the uh, cosplays, oh, good thing for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I haven't gotten my Usopp costume uh, cosplay yet. I got everything else, like the Soki King mask and stuff like that. I don't have the costume. I'm waiting for it still. But we got all of Sebastian's stuff. So expect Sebastian to come in next week as Jimbe. Oh, I think that's going to be uh, fully. Jimbe! Yeah, we actually <laughs> ended up going to this Japanese uh, store to get the foot uh, wooden clogs. Yeah. So we're getting the whole thing. Everything's going to be set and, you know, dandy. He's going to be showing the taco meat, too. For sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, sure. Taco meat's going to be showing. I think the only thing I got to get is literally the white paint for some of the white things that we have and the teeth mm-hmm. for the bottom. And that's it. And then we're good. But other than that, we have everything else. So expect that. Um, but other than that, I yeah, I don't know what else to say. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess let's move into the, the manga chapter. We got one more super chat uh, yeah. real quick uh, before we get into it. We got a $2 super chat from Party P. Thank you, Party. It says, glad to see the whole squad this week. Yeah, uh, Yeah, man. It's 
it's dope to be back with the bros. Honestly. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. cool. It's gonna be a good one. I think this episode's gonna be good. It's always good. All right, so <sighs> let's get into it. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, Welcome. <laughs> there's always mad alerts. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed. All right, so as we dive into the One Piece chapter 1070, we start off with the cover story. The title of this chapter is The Strongest Form of Humanity. On the front page, we have the Mads scientists in their younger days. From left to right, we have Queen, Caesar Clown, Vegapunk, Judge Vinsmoke, and a woman with her back turned towards us. The bottom text says, Promising scientists brought together for the sake of mankind and the world. What are your thoughts on this uh, particular cover story, Lionel? I actually thought it was really dope, honestly. Seeing um, the Mads finally, like, together um, was really, like, really... Again, we wanted to see it, but we didn't start to see it on the cover page. But, like, again, I actually love this cover page a lot, um, especially seeing how diverse how Queen looks, how he looks back then, and how he looks now. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's like worlds different. Like I thought of mainly when I saw this picture, I thought of how Gekimoria looked when he looked young, when he yes. fought Kaido to Gekimoria now. It's like two di like two different characters completely. And even how everybody looks different in a way. Like Queen, Caesar, and Judge all look different people. It's a Vegapunk. He looks the same regardless of how he looked young and how he looks now. Like you can tell that's Vegapunk. Like Judge looks <laughs> Judge's hair and how he looks, like you know, you wouldn't see him as he is now, but like again, and we all, again, we all think. I think we might be in agreement over here. Everybody else mistakes. We all think that person in the back that has her back towards um, the other side mm. is Stussy. Like, yeah. So we. I can tell by the thighs, bro. <laughs> I, I, was, I was going by. She's wearing something similar yeah. to what she's wearing now with the stockings mm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. She's mm. actually going to go into what he thinks, but like again, I thought it was a pretty really dope picture. Like. Um, it kind of looks like um, a, a warrior band in a, in a weird way, even though they're not having musicians, they have weapons. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a pretty dope picture. Again, seeing the mad, seeing how young they are, and like them together as a group, you mm -hmm. know, it was pretty cool to me. All right, Law? Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot because we all, we were all, when they drug up uh, the Mads, we all like go, oh, who, who is exactly in this group? Even if we could kind of like imagine who made up most of it. I did not picture Sassy in it at all, mm -hmm. like when I first thought of it, but it's cool to find out she's in it, but then now we see her. Thank you, thank you. Speaking about, I guess, as just, as just she's familiar with Vacal Bunk, we saw the last chapter. So this is dope. I Honestly, because uh, obviously you could kind of just, um, Queen and Judge look almost unrecognizable to me. Like, yeah. as in, like, in the past. I had to, like, obviously you could just weed it out. Like, that's obviously Caesar. That's obviously Vacal Bunk. There's the only that's most likely Queen. It's most likely uh, Judge. But they don't look at all like they do now. Mm -hmm. You know, Caesar, you could just tell. He has the same exact face. And he, that kind of goofiness is there. But Queen and uh, Judge look so much different. Vacapunk, he looks... I mean, the way he's like, what gives away is the head. <laughs> his giant head. Yeah. You know? Has me dying at his eyebrows. I don't think I noticed it before. His eyebrows are way up here, even though his <laughs> eyes are, like, down here. Mm -hmm. Like, how right? And he doesn't have his tongue out. I thought that was just a natural thing where his tongue would always be out when we seen him. But his... His mouth is closed because, like, even when we saw him with um, Dragon, mm -hmm. which is, I'm guessing, uh, the match was before, before that, but they already knew each other, obviously. But even when he met Dragon, we saw his tongue's out, but for some reason, his tongue is not out. So I wonder what caused that. Why is your tongue? Because it looks like you can't, he can't even put it back in his mouth now. It's, his tongue is, like, way too big or long, which sounds weird, but, like, you know? Mm -hmm. But this one, he's just, like, and he's frowning. 
here. And also, they all have weapons. So it's like, you guys are scientists, but who are you fighting? You <laughs> see a Band-Aid on Vegapunk's head. So y'all, y'all scrapping with somebody. Each mm. have uh, has a sword, or like we see Judge and Queen have a sword, and Vegapunk and Caesar have a gun, and so does Sussie has a gun. So like they're fighting something, and they have, you have people in the background. So I can't tell if they're surrounded or they're working with them yeah. in, this, in this cover story. Those people in the background. But they kind of look like have white coats too, so they might be scientists in themselves. But it's very interesting. They get, like Lionel said, they kind of give like a, this punk rock thing. Because uh, the way she's standing, it looks like he, it's a guitar, but it's really a gun, you know? Because mm. who holds a gun like that? But anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, it's very interesting. Hopefully we get more on the match because it's a very interesting of like uh, how they were and actually where they resulted in now. Like how they get from here. Now, how they how they get here and also where do they uh, – mainly, I guess, Queen. How do you end up working with uh, Dragon and – like that. So that was interesting. There's a lot of interest and lore behind the mats, and hope we get it. All right. Seb? All right. So for those of y'all that know, I have been pushing the Stussy and Vegapunk have a romantic relationship <laughs> agenda for the past, like, I don't know, since we saw Stussy show up on Egghead. And I believe that this cover story helps drive that agenda forward because, <laughs> like the twins pointed out, this is a rock band. And who's in the front? Vegapunk. And who always gets the girl in the rock band? <laughs> the lead singer, bro. I'm trying to tell ya. Well, that's... It, I, there's other theories people have said that could be Sora. You know what I mean? I don't want to dismiss that theory. She is next to Judge. You know what I mean? Oda could be playing that. But I mm. I don't know. I think it could be Stussy, and it could be playing into my whole Vegapunk, Stussy, Stussy romantic history, and the fact that she's going to be the one that potentially kills him in the end. If Vegapunk does die, I think it might be because of her. Because why else is she here? You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know what Susty's doing here if it's not to be the one that pulls it off. It's not going to be Lucci. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I think Stussy's going to be in a situation where she gets Vegapunk's guard down and she's the one that takes the shot. But that's me. I thought, Other than that, I thought it was really dope. Um, I thought they looked cool. Uh, even even Judge looks kind of cool in his stupid hair and <laughs> everything. I loved how Queen looked. His I really liked how Caesar looked. Uh, as goofy as Vegapunk looks in this, I thought it was really cool. Um, and Sussy just looked badass. If that, if that is indeed her, it could still be Sora. It could still be somebody else. But uh, I thought it was dope. Yeah. Um, I ain't got much to say. I think everybody hit the nail on the head. Um, I think that Queen being as fit and young as he was... Uh, makes me think like he's definitely commander level, you know. So if they're fighting off people, I don't think that he's gonna have much of a hard time because Queen isn't weak by any means. Mm -hmm. So when I look at that aspect of the mad scientist, like the dude has a lot going for him. Um, he could have been weak then. We don't know if he uh, has dealt with then. He may not. Nah, he has advanced in nah, his nah, like. Nah, nah. His, like, I don't think so. Science technology, which was a big factor in what he was capable of doing as a fighter. I, I mean, know. Frankie was still strong. He wasn't commander strong, but like, I don't think mm -hmm. that the cybernetics truly bolstered his capabilities to that extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, Queen was just playing around from what it seems like. Like, like, for instance, when you do something else that's not your actual strength. You're kind of just like messing around mm -hmm. and like experimenting and mm -hmm. wanting to see how far you can go with these things that you just added to your arsenal. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's truly like I think Queen is still commander level in this picture. And that's okay. just my guess. Let me actually think of um, a question. Like, so obviously, 
if he's a Canada man or not, that would be pretty cool if he is. But knowing how, like, for example, obviously, Vekobunk is the strongest or smartest scientist here. But in strength-wise, Queen is the strongest in strength. So, like, you see, all right, strongest scientist, strongest in strength. Do you think the others have, like, their own thing where they're the best at or they, they topple the other in? If Queen's the strongest, mm-hmm. Vekobunk's the smartest scientist, do you think Judge or Caesar have a thing that they topple the others in? Yeah. Being a shit father, Judge, Judge got that one sewn up, bro. Oh. Got that one. Yeah, so basically what happens in this picture is that Vegapunk discovers the lineage factor. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else that's within the group decides to take the lineage factor in different uh, ways, right? Mm-hmm. They take different paths. Judge ends up doing his experiments on his children and creates the cloning Caesar ends up doing the smile devil fruits plus the weapons of mass destruction. And uh, then Queen does the cybernetics of, you mm-hmm. know, doing, you know, those type of things. It seems like, realistically speaking, it's just, they're just a band, like Sebastian <laughs> said. And I think I'm probably most disappointed in their looks is like Judge. And I always wanted to know, like, I don't think we've ever seen Judge with his helmet off completely, right? Ever. I don't remember. Ever? No, no. no. Okay, so this is the first time we ever seen him with his helmet off completely. Haven't we seen him sleeping? I, th- I thought we saw I him. I thought we saw him sleeping. Maybe he had his helmet yeah, off yeah. still, but I don't know. Well, I, I forgot, but mm-hmm. when I always looked at his eyebrows, I was like, oh, does he have the swirls? And I was like, oh, he doesn't for sure now. Like, it's, it's you know, so I looked at his wife, and what's his wife's name again? Sora. Sora. She doesn't have swirls either. So this led me to that that theory. No, she doesn't. I, I looked at a picture oh, of her. Yeah. And it led me to a theory where I was like, all right, so she doesn't have the swirls. He doesn't have the swirls. But the lineage factor is in play. And if lineage factor is indeed the synthesized form of a devil fruit of any kind, then that means that not only does uh, Caesar has some type of lineage factor to devil fruits, and Vegapunk has that same type of field of mm-hmm. study, then Judge must too, because the only time we ever seen swirls is from Devil Fruits. Yeah. So that would make Sanji probably part Devil Fruit. And I know that's been a theory before, but I think this now kind of confirms that the dude is kind of like the, the melting pot of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's anybody that should be crazy, mm-hmm. crazy hawks in the show, it should be Sanji. Mm-hmm. And to know that n- now we've seen humans even have some type of uh, direct uh, correlation to devil fruits and the fact that their appearances even change, you can even say to a degree that Sanji's kind of like a Zoan that's consistently awakened. Mm. Because when we've seen Zoans going into their awakening modes, their cloaks are what? They, they have swirls on them. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, I'm not saying that it's true. What I'm yeah. saying is like, where if the swirls were to come from something, then Sanji having these bolstered stats such as like regeneration mm-hmm. and such would, you know, you would give a compliment to that devil fruit lineage factor from wherever Judge took it from. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, there's something I want to add to that, but. It has to do with the newest chapter, so I guess I could wait. Um, wait, you read the spoilers for the newest chapter? No, 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 no I thought it was the chapter. Oh, chapter. Okay, yeah. okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, wait. yeah, but Judge looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and Vegapunk does too. Uh, uh, Queen, wait, there's always like little pictures of him swirling around when he was skinny. Yeah. That he just looked cooler, and I think that that holds out. 
I like I like how Queen looked best out of everybody. Queen yeah, looked, Queen looked pretty badass. I ain't gonna lie. All right, um, um, we got a bunch of super. Yeah, yeah. Chats let's let's hit the the super chats. And uh, the um, all right. So first, we got a membership to Yonko tier uh, from Luffy needs to try some booty meat. <laughs> by far my favorite YouTube channel name that I've read so far today. That is hilarious. Uh, but thank you so much to the membership. Uh, please enjoy all the emojis and the emotes that you can use yes. now. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, we got $5 from CD uh, Celestial Donkey. It says hashtag Buggy Gang. I knew that one was coming. Thank you so much, <laughs> thank CD. Thank you, CD. Um, we got another membership to Yonko status from oh. James Hudson. Thank you, Pig. Thank you, we Pig. We really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Much love. Thank you. All right. We got another $5 from CD. It says Larry bricked up because of Stussy Pig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I heard yeah. that table thud. Yeah, I heard <laughs> it. Shit was rough. Oh, man. We got another $10 from our boy Joy, Mar Joy Boy Mark. It says bang, bang, buggy. Gang, hashtag Larry for Soga King. Yo, the mask. I was at his crib today. The mask is here. It's yeah. coming soon. I, I have everything except the costume. Like, <laughs> I'm just wondering where it's at right now. It's on delivery. Oh, man. Thank soon, you. Soon, Thank soon. you. Um, we got another ten dollars from Baby Pluton. It says, "I think the lady in the cover story is Nami's mom, not Stussy. Mm. Nami's mommy is a weather expert and enabled VP to figure out climate manipulation and why Nami is naturally gifted with it. It is her lineage." Thank you so much, Baby Pluton. What do you guys think about that? That's a pretty Nami, beast theory. Nami's so, mommy, um, Randy Troy, might pop up. So. Uh, um, Parvision Par was talking to me after I released my theory about Uranus and the ancient weapon, and uh, it includes Nami. If you want to go visit that, I'm plugging it. Go to my <laughs> YouTube, go Mods, watch it. Please plug uh, A.O. Larry and his Uranus is a weather ball theory. It is fire. Yeah. Uh, even though he says Weatheria incorrectly. It's all right. It's, it's all right. <laughs> um, so Parvision actually has a video. He said that he's dropping regarding that. Oh, speaking of which, congrats to Parvision yes. and his beautiful wife. They had their child. Oh, uh, no. Yes, they did. Yeah. Congratulations hey. to Parvis. Congratulations to Parvis, man. Yeah, shout Baby out to Z. Baby Z, man. Welcome to Parenthood. Yeah, um, Par said that he spoke to the baby for three hours, and I was like, you putting him under Genjutsu, right? <laughs> like, give him a chance yeah, to come into the world, world bro. bro. He's really like, though. yo, so I got this theory. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that baby's first word is yes. going to be like, Mihawk's a sword or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, so there's a, to explain it, like, I, I can't really give you thoughts, but I think that we should wait for that video, because you're going to be like, oh, snap. A um, lot of great content, I'm pretty sure, is going to come out of it. For sure, for sure. But I like the question though, and the theory. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. gonna be good. That's, that's it, interesting. Yeah, thought we're gonna promote it when it comes out. So. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, we got another ten dollars from Joy Boy Mark. It says Judge looks like he had himself as a father. On that cover. <laughs> Damn, yeah, yeah. yeah, he looked pretty angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he was he going was, through it. He had a rough childhood, um, but he comes from a descendant of powerful, yeah, North yeah. Blue King. So probably. Yeah. Not yeah. great. Um, we got $20 from Fourth Face. Thank you so much. It says, best One Piece community, no debate. Hashtag Stussy Gang. I love hey. that. I love that. I like that one. Thank I you so that. much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, man. Our community is awesome. Please mm -hmm. join the Discord if you guys haven't already. We do game nights, movie nights, yeah. a bunch of streams. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, we got another $2 from our guy Celestial Donkey. It says, hashtag postpone the stream. Uh, not this time, CD. Not this time. 
Uh, we got another $2 from James Hudson. It says, when is Larry going to drop some bars? Hashtag Marco Mafia. <laughs> I don't think anybody else like that. Marco Mafia, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I got to scroll back up. Okay. But Larry, when you dropping bars? Soon. Soon? I. Pro- it'll probably be on A.O. Larry. I doubt he'll do it on the, t- on the pod. No, I'll do it here. You'll do it here? Yeah, All I'll right. do it live. All right. Don't mess up. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>. we got <laughs> uh, five dollars <laughs> chat from Mr. Bushido fifty six. It Thank says, you. "Just join the chat." I think Sora was the woman on the right. I knew it. Sora and Stussy are sisters. They were CP nine. I like that too. Mm, okay. I like that too. Shout out to Bushido, man. He be dropping crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he does drop quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Really right. good. Really good. Crazy theories. Um, we got another fifty dollars super chat from our guy. Luffy needs to try some booty meat. <laughs> it says, "Hey y'all, this is my first time watching this live. I've listened to every One Piece podcast on Spotify, and I got to say, this is literally the best podcast, hands down, no competition." Hey, wow, yeah. thank, you. thank you. Other than that, I have one more thing to say. Hashtag buggy gang. Hey. Hashtag Larry's hot takes are. Cheeks. How <laughs> <laughs> we have another buggy? Gotcha. gotcha. We didn't get there yet. Another buggy. Uh, I think it's next. Buggy gang uh, representative. Yeah. Listen, I, they're gonna come, bro. Because <laughs> bu- the, the buggies though. Buggy yeah. gang is fire. So in our Discord, we do have a buggy gang. Uh, uh, roll. Uh, <laughs> CD is in it. Hime is in it, I believe. You would have to ask them for access. We do not control that <laughs> part of the Discord. Uh, just FI, everybody. You you got to prove. I don't I don't even know what you have to prove. You have to prove that you're buggy gang. All yeah. right? All right? I'm not going to get into the details. You have to prove. Yeah, so if you want to apply, yeah, message them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah also, oh, no. Uh, we got another $2 super chat from Mr. Bushido. It says, stop bullying Judge on his looks, Larry. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I, I apologize. Nah, he was—he was—he looked pretty angry, bro. He looked, he looked I'm glad he fixed his posture, though. Yeah, he's he like, yeah, like, yeah. he looked bad. He's out here standing tall now, he like I'm a king. Like a regular grunt in any person's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a did. random like Doflamingo yeah. family. No, what he looked like? Huh. The impersonating Sanji on um, Duval? No, 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 the other one. Duval. Oh, the fake straw. The hats? fake straw hat, Sanji. <laughs> oh, no. His posture, his posture, not the like face wise, oh, but his posture looked like, look like that fake Sanji. Yeah, a little bit. That's funny. But all right, uh, <laughs> we got another hundred dollars super chat from our guy Celestial Doggy. Celestial it says, world. hashtag Buggy Gang. Uh, th- thank you so much, CD. Seriously. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, CD. You freaking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you so much, bro. bro. Thank you, thank you. We got another $5 from uh, Mr. Bushido56. It says, all the scientists in the cover are evil. Two good scientists were Lindbergh, and they were not Mads, the Sky Island guy. I think VP is evil. So Vegapunk for evil. Hmm. Yeah, with that or not? Honestly? Go ahead, go ahead. He hasn't, so far, he hasn't shown evil intentions so far. Because look, he's just trying to better humanity. And, like, everybody gains his knowledge. Like, pretty much he wants everyone, in a way, to be, like, a Vegapunk type of person. Like, Vegapunk knowledge, Vegapunk understanding. Like, he wants to spread his knowledge to the world, whether it's convenient or inconvenient for the world government. Like, it shows that he doesn't really care that much. 
Granted, go into a little, little bit what he said later on in the chapter. I'm not gonna bring it up, but like, so right now he doesn't seem like he's evil, but it does seem that he's going like he doesn't care what it takes though. Yes, that's why I do say yeah. that he doesn't care the risk or what it takes or what it affects other people. Hence, with Bonnie's father, we yeah. don't know all the yeah. details, but going with Bonnie says and with other stuff, we kind of going towards Rake book. He doesn't care, mm-hmm. but if it affects other people negatively, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. where kind of that where. Might show a little evenness inside him. Right, so to me, in the in the words of Doflamingo, you know, evil is a perspective thing. Like, there's people out there that tell you Vegapunk's evil. Like, he, we have Seraphim children yeah. running around. Like, I don't know if those are regular actual kids that he's experimented on to turn them into this, or they're just clones or whatever. But, like, he's done evil things. He's worked for an evil government and doesn't care. So, like, a part of him is willing to at least do evil things. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if he's evil. I don't know if he's outright Anel yeah. Doflamingo, I'm going to do this thing and cause terrible things to people because I feel like it versus I'm trying to gain knowledge or increase scientific gain or whatever. So, I don't know. It's all perspective to me. So I was going to say, I agree with both what you said, but remember, because I was a lot of touch up on a lot of things I was going to say then you brought out. But remember, too, he has an evil satellite. So that yeah. means whatever is in him, there is an evil side of him. Yeah, well, you know how, I don't know exactly how the evil satellite plays into like his personality or whatever, but he created that satellite for a reason. And he said all of it make up the personality of Vegapunk. Mm-hmm. So he does have an evil in him. And I guess sometimes you see it come out like that's I think I put this up before about what Lana mentioned about with the Bonnie thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's a comment he says in this chapter that has me thinking where I, I was I kind of backtracked a little because I thought yo he's just on the side of the light, but he's seeming like one of those people like w- like kind of like one of those people for the greater the, those evil people that seem like for the whatever for the greater cause the greater good in his mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes, right? Because it's for the greater good. Even if I have to sacrifice this, this, and that. It's because my end goal is this. Yeah. So that evilness, though, is part of him because he legit has an evil satellite, and that's part of his personality. So he has an evil side of him. Everybody got some evilness Thank in them. Thank you. Though. I was going to say <laughs> that. I don't want to hear that, bro. Yeah. At the end of the day, I've seen multiple instances of Vegapunk showing that he has a morale gauge, and basically that morale gauge does get affected by the people he cares about or if he has a specific goal in order to help other people. I think you could judge him by what he creates, but ultimately, he just wants to create. He is a scientist. This is why scientists are still creating AI. It's not because they think AI is going to eventually take over the world and destroy Mm. humanity. It's like, no, it's because I can create it, and I see what could possibly happen from the benefits of creating such a thing. Now, if it, it goes the same way, right? Like the person who decided to create the nuclear bomb, well, they didn't first think about, oh, I can create this nuclear bomb. They were like, yo, I can split atoms. And I can see how the energy from this atom splitting could benefit humanity overall. It just depends on whose hands it goes into and whose hands it goes into ultimately decides how this power will be used. And if it's used for evil, I don't think you can, you can consider the invention evil. I think you consider the intention evil, right? Because that's what actually is the motive behind certain people. Is that he doesn't have a motive, except I just want to create. That's it. And there's two instances within the story that shows that he cried when he couldn't. I've said this before. When he couldn't create that geothermal uh, heating device to heat up his homeland. And also, he was against Caesar doing the experiments on children. Yeah. The gigantification. There are moral traits within Vegapunk that show that he's not a bad guy. 
But it also shows he's not a completely good guy. Yeah. But is anybody in the world completely good? No. That's a great answer. Like, nobody. Mm -hmm. Are there people outside of the world that's completely good? Well, that's based on your religious beliefs. But they're not of that world, right? Because as men, we're imperfect. Yeah. So it's like, I I don't think that we should judge Vegapunk based on him experimenting with kids because we still don't know what's happening with that. He the same man that said to kill that man. Oh, right? you know, you need to kill him. <laughs> you need to kill him, though. No, no, 100%. No, I get, I get you, though. No, I need to kill him. Yeah. No, I get that. That's like, Vegapunk, he definitely has compassion. He has empathy for people. But... It's still you're still doing you're knowing it, what you're doing is harming people and I know actually this goes into a deeper thing in one piece because this actually was a conflict with Frankie and the guy who created Roger's ship. Tom. Well, yeah, Tom. Yeah, Frankie and Tom both said ships aren't evil. Exactly. It's like whoever the captain uses how to use that ship is yeah, evil. Te- technically, right? Vegapunk's inventions aren't evil. Yeah. The world government is utilizing them for evil purposes. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. That's what. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Next. Yep, we got a $39, I mean $31 super chat from Shondi Wandi. It says, hey boys, hope you had a good Christmas time. Uh, Christmas first time not at work for a stream. Australia time zone kills me. Hashtag buggy gang. Uh, thank you so much, Thank Shondi you Wandi. so much. Uh, I love that we also hear from Australia so much. Yeah. I know it's like the wild, wild west with animals over there. So Dude, thank a, you so much for, it, you know, super chatting. Australia is a one-piece island in itself. Yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> they, they have animals I don't even recognize, bro. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got another $5 super chat from Mr. Bushido. It says, I think the duck from Strong World is Uranus. He had powers and is a storm bird. P.S. That old wizard guy from Sky Island beard looks like a whale's tail? Moby Dick tail? I don't know. It's like a emoji. I think it's yeah. just a whale. Um, yeah. Like I said, Bushido's theories be out there. Uh, yeah, so Bushido watch uh, Par's v- video. I think he has something about the beards being but you're completely wrong about the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, 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 can't, I can't get behind that one. But same Mr. Bushido did become a Nakama, so thank welcome you, to Nakama. Hey, Please enjoy you, the emojis and all the cool emotes you can use uh, thank you. now. Uh, and speaking of that, we just got another membership to Yonko status from Jake Lands for five months. Thank uh, you, Jake. Thank you so much, Jake. Hey, thank you. Enjoy welcome, welcome. all thank the emojis thank and you, the things that you have with your membership. Um, and we got a $5 super chat from... I'm just going to say Toby. Uh, it says, <laughs> how much for you to wear the Jimbe costume during the Davies Dark Tournament 2? <laughs> ah, that really depends. Uh, <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, it, the, the, I, it's not even about the cosplay. It's like I would have to put the makeup on. Yeah, on like a, twice. Like it's hard to do that full body. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm that's a lot of makeup. It's a lot of makeup. Um, but I'll, we'll talk about it, I guess, if you guys really want me to do that for the DDT. Yeah. Um, uh, we got another two dollars from. You know, it doesn't stop with the super chats, but uh, we got another two dollars from Luffy needs to try some booty meat. Uh, too, <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> too many fake deaths for Vegapunk to die. Hashtag Buggy Gang. Yeah, I don't know if he'll actually die. I just think that we will get a Vegapunk death fake out potentially. Yeah. That's that's how where my theory goes. It'll be a cliffhanger, and if he dies, cool. If he doesn't die, you'll hear Larry complain about it. Yeah, so. <laughs> you, could, you depend on me. Yeah, um, 
We got a $10 super chat from our guy, Villain D. Juice. What's up, Villain? It says, Larry turned into a philosopher defending Vegapunk. Got a slide out. Can't wait to watch the run back. Hashtag, the twins aren't real. Damn, it's not just Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just Lionel. It's Lawrence, too. You, thank you. <laughs> All right, that's, that's the it. last of the Super Chats for now. Thank you so much, guys. All right, so we dip into our next question. Uh, as we dip into the chapter, we start where we left off with Sentumaro being treated like a punch card by Luchi. Luffy tells Sentumaro he didn't mean to distract him, and Sentumaro says he wasn't, and he somewhat blocked Luchi's attack, but he's too strong. Luchi goes to finish Sentumaro off to get control of the Seraphims, and Luffy intervenes with a kick. Then Luffy right uh, punches with his right hand, I believe, or his left hand, Luchi, sending him flying. Luffy from his own attack can't stop spinning. Chopper tells Luffy to chill because they have to go, and Luffy says he can't stop himself from spinning as he spins into the ground beneath him. Uh, so, what did you guys think of the beginning of this chapter so far from where we ended? And we'll go Seb. Uh, yeah, so one thing real quick. Um, it was Gomu no Gomu no Whip, so he kicked him. The, yeah. the hands yeah. are just him spinning. Mm. Like, oh, he okay, okay, yeah. okay, he, okay, he, yeah. like, It's the whip. He's like, yeah, whipping, yeah, yeah. that's why. Um... The Sentomaru thing, I mean, I don't even know what to make of it. It's like he blocked it. He thought he blocked it. Like he he put his hand, hands up and used the hockey and Lucci bypassed it and hit him. So is he using advanced armament hockey to do that? I don't know. Um, either way, like, I just like that. I like that Lucci's on Gomo. Like he's like, yo, I gotta take this dude out. We need the seraphim. I, I like Lucci in that in that light. And Luffy, again, he's still playing around. Like he's still doing wacky stuff. Like people have talked about it. You guys talked about it a little bit on the on the pod when I was off. Like Luffy's basically testing stuff out with Gear Fit, where it's like, I'm not used to this mode, so I'm just doing stuff in it to like see what happens. And like this is what happens. You know what I mean? Where he can't control how fast he's spinning and stuff. So like, like people were doing a lot of. Um, I don't want to say complaining, but they were, like, uh, critiquing Luffy using Gear 5th and stuff. And I'm like, a part of me just thinks he's using it to test his abilities out versus somebody he realizes is weaker than him. So, and not to knock Luchi or anything, but, like, that's kind of how I see it, especially when he's doing techniques like this where he can't even control how he's, you know, reacting to it. But um, I thought it was funny, though. I did think it was funny. Almost any time Luffy has hijinks when he's fighting, he's always going to be good for me. So Yeah. Law? Um... <clears throat> Like I said, I, I agree with what Sebastian said, and the whole Rob Lushi breaking through. I guess that's what I'm thinking. He broke through Sentomaro's shield, right? And I know we all question, like, uh, the shield, like, with the hockey. Mainly, all come, the bottom line is, like, whoever's hockey is stronger, the, ho- the stronger hockey is going to prevail. So, another question is, like, can you break through the shield because it's, like, the shield? But no, yes. If your hockey is strong enough, it could break through. So, that's what happened. But it happened so fast that Sentomaro seemed like he could barely make up what just happened. Because so I thought. And he's remembering, like, I don't, he doesn't understand. He remember blocking one second, and I know where he's getting stabbed through, right? And uh, and then, yeah, the black whip with Luffy, like, pretty much how fast, because Rob Luffy can't even react to what Luffy's doing right now. Like, he's moving way too fast, and I'm not going to come up to it, because I have a few things I want to add to it, but I have to wait till later on, because it has to do with later on. So I'm going to keep that short. And, uh, again, with Luffy... He's uh, pretty much experimenting with his ability, and he still, you can see, he still doesn't have control on like his own strength because he can't, he spun too much and can't stop himself from spinning. So that's obviously a, a lack of control Luffy has on his, on his ability because it's so, it's so strong right now. So Luffy, you know, usually kind of goes all in when he does something, 
And him doing that is actually too much for him because his ability responds so well to it because of the strength it has and how much it moves with it. So Luffy's still getting the hang of it. It reminds me of, honestly, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, and I think why Luffy keeps going into it. Uh, where Luffy, where Goku told Gohan he wanted to experiment with, like, mm-hmm. Super Saiyan. He goes, we got to get used to this form. So him and Gohan just went Super Saiyan in the Cell Saga and just stayed in Super Saiyan, doing basic household thing, household things and just walking around in Super Saiyan mode for no reason. Yo, if they were ever going to re- come into contact with the hyperbolic time chamber, it would be this arc. Yeah. But, yeah. But exactly. So, and again, so and then I think that helped Gohan go into Super Saiyan too because his body got so used to that form of Super Saiyan. So like with Luffy, he's like, uh, what do we call it, growing pains or whatever? He has to get mm-hmm. used to uh, this gear fifth. So I think this way, uh, I also want to add to it like later on, but I want to say, but like there's a few things I'm going to add, but I'm going to say it later on, the why also Luffy, there's another reason why I believe that Luffy keeps going to gear fifth. But um, uh, as Taj do later, so I'll, uh, yeah, I'll stop here. Lano? <clears throat> I kind of agree some of the things with what you guys said. <laughs> you guys always do. <laughs> Just, I don't know why every time you're about to talk. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't even do that, but whatever. Okay. But I I was thinking of pretty much when Luffy goes in Awakening, what he what he is. He's a toon. He's a cartoon. So I'm thinking of like whether he's able to control his awakening or not, I feel like these things are still gonna happen because even when Luffy um like, you know, sorry I didn't mean to distract you, his eyes already popped out of his popped out of his head. Again, mm-hmm. f- going into the toon thing. Toons kinda do over things over dramatic, or they do things too much. Like even a simple thing, Luffy spinning. Like Luffy spins all the time in his in his regular ability, but mm-hmm. when he's in a, when he's in Awakening, he did it. Oh, I did it too much. Yeah. Like when did we ever see Luffy did it too much? Besides, besides the anime or or being stupid, but like go again. Luffy's a tune, so everything he does is going to be more of a um, more of a funny gesture because mm-hmm. um, like tunes are just they're just ridiculous characters in general. Yeah. So Luffy's just playing into that. Um, that um, that theme of I'm a tune, so everything I'm gonna do is probably gonna be ridiculous. Whether powerful, whether just doing regular movements, like that's how I kind of play that to that. Again, he could still also need to get used to his ability, but I just thought like Luffy going to um, that form, it's always gonna be wacky, stupid, like you know, kind of funny and you know, yeah. So I, that's why I think that, that too as well. And like I thought the same thing. I got confused with um, Sentamaro and um, and Rabucci. Like, because I'm thinking of, I thought it would be different if he broke through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought somehow maybe Rabuchi, like, maneuvered it and somehow hit him. But we've seen it, like, we've seen it the first time. Like, I always question, can you break through the shield? The first time we've seen it is when Kaido broke through Luffy's shield. Yeah. You know? So, like, showing that you could break through it. Now, that kind of implies that either with his awakening and his hockey, or just his hockey, or it's obviously both, that Rabuchi's hockey and his awakening is strong enough to break through Sentamaru's shield. You know, yeah. So that's what I kind of think of towards that. But overall, I think it was interesting. It was kind of um, funny. But again, showing to Raluci's his strength, you know, improving. But again, and we're going to see a little bit later on more. How even how impressive Raluci is showing. Like we're going to see later on. I'm not trying to jump into it, but you're going to see Norsing. All right, his, his strength is impressive compared to Luffy right now. We're we're seeing it. Like so, I'm just going to leave it as that because I'm going to comment on on it later on. All right. Um, when I when I was reading this, uh, I thought to myself, there's something I very I very much noticed, and I think that we need to start putting in this into like Davy Dark tournament or, uh, debates as well. Mm. And it's the fact that 
when you have these advanced forms of hockey, they necessarily don't correlate to high tier strength. And I think the reason for that thought process is because Sentumaro does no outward emission. It's basically just real, right? And the fact is, we don't know if Lucci actually has Rio or advanced armament. So if he just has regular armament, which I'm 100% sure he does, I can see that even if you have regular armament and you have a stronger willpower, you can probably break through somebody who has a weaker willpower, but they know an advanced armament. And I think that's what we're actually seeing right now. Because I was saying to myself, well, I'm not too sure why he would break through a person who has an advanced form of what he has. But then when you, you think about it, it's like, well, the show is based on willpower. So if Sentumaro's willpower isn't as strong as Lucci's and he doesn't have Rio, then I can see how somebody like Garp can compete with Legends, right? Like if his armament is so crazy, but his willpower is so crazy, but like Kaido knows Conqueror's coding, he could probably still compete. So it kind of evens out the field in terms mm -hmm. of hockey usage. And depending on the willpower itself of the person instead of the willpower of knowledge of what else they can do, maybe they just know how to do one thing and they excel at it. And I think that's what's happening with Lucci. And I think that because his willpower is probably a little bit stronger, I think his devil fruit being awakened adds to that strength level. And that's the only reason why Sentomaro's like, yo, what is going on? Like, he's not using it, this advanced form, but he's somehow still penetrating through mine. And I think we, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm tossing it up to that. Um, Love the Ruthlessness by Lucci. Uh, you know, I think we're going to get more into it, of course, but Lucci not, uh, Luffy not being able to control his form is something I brought up before. And I think I'll dive more into that when you guys do too. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, let's go into the next part. Uh, before we do, we have some things. Yeah, we, we got a... I think a couple super chats sitting. Um, we got a nine-month membership to Nakama status from our boy Oz the Thank you. Thank you. Thank Oz you. says, gotta head out early. Much love, Nakama. Thank you so much, Oz. Thank you, Oz. Thank you, Oz. Uh, and then we got another $5 from Toby. It says, you got it right. It's Toby. And do y'all think that Gear 5 laughing will eventually get annoying? And hashtag Kid Mafia. <laughs> I mean, that one would have Had us right. in the first half. <laughs> um, I did bring this up. Mm -hmm. I did bring this up. I was like, I, I can't even imagine being an anime-only watcher and just hearing Luffy laugh for 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is probably going to get annoying. It doesn't get annoying because we're reading it in yeah, manga yeah, status, true. but we know that they, they pan for Mad Long. Mm -hmm. They be running for Mad Long. They stay on one scene for Mad Long, and Luffy's just going to be there laughing the entire time. So mm -hmm. I can see how it's going to be annoying. Yo, I agree with you. And, mm -hmm. and the reason why I agree with you is because I don't know if any of y'all are, are anime watchers, but if you've ever seen Big Mom animated, it's the worst thing ever. She's just going, Mama, Mama, 24-7, the whole time, just laughing. And I'm like, yo, they're going to do that with Luffy. That's what I thought when I got Gear 5th like, came out. I was like, yo, if they do this with Luffy, where he's just laughing all the time, it's going to be so cringe. And I was like, damn. But like Larry said, in the manga, it's like, yo, you read him laughing a couple times, whatever. It's just you're registering he's laughing. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly hearing it over and over and over and over again, it might get annoying. Yeah. Um, plus, we talked about this in the pod before. I personally like Luffy when he's angry. In mm -hmm. fights, um, which is why Gear Fifth is awesome. But like a part of me is like, damn, like 
I don't. There's a part of it I don't like because I like serious Luffy. I like the Luffy that was fighting Crocodile. I like the Luffy that was fighting Luchi. So like, I think that will probably drag for me, where mm. it's like, damn. I'm not getting that Luffy. Maybe it still comes back because I think we still kind of got it in the Kaido fight. But I don't know. A part of me fears that we won't get that Luffy back mm-hmm. as often as I would like to have it. So that's why I need stuff like Shanks to die to happen, which I know y'all talked about last week. But yeah, kill Shanks. I mean, Luffy and Gear Philly still going to be laughing when Shanks dies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I have my own One Piece ending involving that one, involves <laughs> Shanks not dying. Mm-hmm. It's a whole how I see, how I see the world of One Piece. I don't know, but yeah, I'll share that later. All right. Do you have anything to say, Lionel? No, I, I kind of agree with Shabash because like, because it it makes the moment sometimes when Luffy's in those fights when he's mm-hmm. serious and like in the stakes and everything. And now it's like it kind of like wars it down a little bit when Luffy's in these stakes. I'm just laughing. Like mm-hmm. in this again, like we're so used to seeing Luffy in those when he fought Rob Lucci, when he fought Crocodile, when he fought. Um, Arlong, how dope he was when he saw Nami, his room, Nami's room, and he broke the um, Arlong's sword. He said, "I gotta destroy this room." Like those moments, like yeah. it, it hit us. Like now we're gonna get those same moments where Luffy's laughing. Like, it won't be the and, same. And you know what it is, and I don't want to drag this too long, but you know what it is? It's the contrast because you yeah. get the laughing, joking Luffy, yeah, ninety percent of the time, and then it's like, nah, when it's real, when it's serious, when I need to do this for my team, for my people, for the people I care about, I'm serious, and it's not a joke. It's not yeah. funny anymore and it's like I like that so like if we not gonna get that it's like yo we can still get that with Kaido we'll see remember the the last thing we'll say remember the feeling we got when Luffy beat Rob Lucci that last moment he got hit then he threw everything he had sorry he threw everything he had at Rob Lucci at angry moment yeah can you picture that that same moment we're gonna get that with Luffy awakening yeah Again, that, remember, I was like, that's why I brought up the Kaido thing, where Luffy said, "My his one like when I said that everyone can eat, right?" Luffy wasn't laughing then; he was serious, and he threw a, a punch that had everything behind it at Kaido. Luffy wasn't laughing then. Yes, it may take a lot for Luffy to get there, and I, that's why I can you guys what you guys are talking about. But it's mainly like, for example, it's going to have to be someone strong that could bring Luffy there. And now, what we're seeing with Luffy that goes into later on. The problem is that we may not get many people that can. Yeah, that's the problem, because Luffy's going to get serious when you have someone over as overpowered as Kaido was. That's going to bring Luffy like I, I, I got to get completely serious. Yeah. I got to give it all because I'm still losing. Yo, but even then, we all acknowledge that the end of the Kaido fight didn't hit the same. Now maybe that's not because Luffy wasn't laughing or anything. That might have been more to do with what Kaido was doing, or yeah. or the lack of backstory or the lack of development that we got within Kaido's scope. But like. I think we all acknowledge that that didn't hit the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As Luffy versus Crocodile or Luffy versus Luchi or Luffy versus Doflamingo. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a small fear for me yeah. that has not, it, it's still there. It's not going to go away until I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's me. But I don't think you gave your point on this yeah, yeah. too much. But. I mean, um, I was going to, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm mixed about it. Like I said, like, I think it'll be annoying, his laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does get serious in the moments that, you know, He's going to try to take the enemy out like he did with Kaido, mm. you know. But I think when it comes to Oda having the ability to free, you know, to freedom, you know, to, you know, just do whatever he wants with Luffy and make it still entertaining. I think that's really cool. But I like serious moments. I like feeling stakes. 
like I've always said it before that my favorite moments in One Piece happen to be the Water Seven and Ennis Lobby. Mm -hmm. Happens to be the Sabaody Archipelago. I like those serious moments because they bring out a certain area of fear within me. Like I fear that they're not going to overcome. I I have the fear of not knowing how they're going to get past. Yeah. And I feel like in those moments where like Nami's reaching for Luffy to save her or like he can't save her or he's like telling Sanji to back off or you know he's telling Crocodile like I'm going to defeat you no matter what. That still happens with Gear 5 Luffy, but it doesn't happen in the in the the moment of seriousness. And I think that that that's tough sometimes for the reader to digest like i think you're having fun reading it but mm-hmm. once you watch it and like the music is playing and like the colors are vibrant and the clashing starts happening and it, you know you're gonna be like oh like this is me just kind of being entertained it's not me being fully indulged in the moment and feeling the reality and weight of the situation so that's probably going to be Something that Oda has to fix. He's going to have to figure it out. He has to figure it out. And I think that Oda is great enough to figure it out. We just have to wait on it. But as of right now, Luffy can't control his abilities. So we're going to see these moments of silliness. Yeah. And we're just going to have to deal with that. So, yeah. We got a couple more Super Chats. Uh, yeah. But that was good. Um, we got another $5 from Luffy needs to eat some booty, try some booty meat. Uh, I think Luffy's <laughs> body just has to get used to gear fifth. Uh, the same way with Gear Third before the time skip, since he's expanding his whole body. Yeah, we we were just going over that a little bit. Yeah, it's just we're it, gonna get more into that later, but mm-hmm. I, I don't sincerely think it's his body. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we got another hundred dollars super chat from thank our you. guy, Joy Boy, Joy Boy Mark. Mark. Bro, thank you, thank you, you and you and CD, bro. Thank you so much. You <laughs> always you. you guys always give so much. Thank you. Yeah, man. It says you guys love it. Yo, guys, loving your guys' content like always. I always wondering if you heard the theory about Luffy's mom being a Lunarian. But I have a theory that Dragon learned the true history somehow, had got Joy Boy DNA and had Vegapunk in Mad's clone. With Lunarian DNA to free world, I might have read that a little rough. Clone him. Yeah. You forgot the him. Oh, clone him. There we go. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had something over here. Um, the Lunarian thing has been uh, going around for sure. The cloning part, it depends what you want to see in your manga, and I think that's a very important. Like, if that theory seems very attractive to you, then go for it. But for me personally. I don't feel like that would be attractive. That would kind of mean that Luffy was always meant to be this important factor in the story and this important person, and his fate was kind of decided from the very beginning before he was even alive. And uh, I don't know, man. I like my Luffy to earn everything. I like him sort of to be like a nobody. You know, very much like you two guys. Like, I don't, like, if I was in a One Piece world, the only reason I would want a Devil Fruit is to be like Ace or Anel. But other than that, I wouldn't have a Devil Fruit. Yeah. Um, I kind of would just want to work my way through it. Yeah. So, Tripping. I would definitely have a Devil Fruit. Nah. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. I, I, it's a good theory. It would be a crazy theory. It would make Judge very mo- much more important than we all thought. Yeah. I don't know if I like that for Dragon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even even beyond the implication would have for Luffy, I don't like that that would, what that would mean for Dragon's character. Like, there's a difference between okay, I'm going to try to have a son and have my son take on this burden that like Roger was trying to do with like the Joy Boy thing and everything. Mm-hmm. But like doing this whole like cloning, like that's when you get in the judge territory. 
Yeah. And it's like, there's one thing to be an absentee father that lets your son be free and be a pirate. Like, he was like, oh, a pirate, that's a great choice, whatever, right? Mm. And there's another to be like, all right, I'm going to make moves to impact his life when he's an infant. And you know what I mean? Like, in that way, I don't, I don't know if I like that for Dragon. I don't think it fits in his character for the most part. Like, he's about freedom and, and making yeah. your own choices. And for yeah. him to be like, oh, let me splice his DNA and create this child in this way. I don't, I don't, I don't see that for Dragon. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I mean, mm-hmm. oh. no, I agree. I, I see it too. And also, it's going to sound weird, but like, even though looking from where they were, freedom, I don't know why it's maybe it's part of the D clan, but it's definitely vibrant in Luffy's family. Like, the reason with Garp, the reason why Garp chose not to be an admiral is because he said it would restrict his freedom. Garp still wants to believe in the marine justice, but he wants to be free to decide how he fights in that marine justice. Yeah. So he didn't choose to be an admiral so like he could do whatever he wants and not be tied down to celestial dragons who will legit control what he does in the Gorosei. Dragon legit chose he wants everyone else to be free and then also had his son. Like, because in case, like, all right, he probably even thought too, if Luffy wants to be a marine, he should be able to choose to do that. Me not shaping it. If he wants to be a pirate, he should be free to do that. If he wants to become, join me, he should be free to do that. So Dragon kind of let Luffy decide his own course in life that's what, how I interpret it. It could be different. I don't know. Dragon could just be, nah, I got business to take care of. I don't know. But the freedom aspect from both what Dragon wants and what Luffy wants is still there. And then him kind of like, like Sebastian saying, misshifting that. It's like, oh, I'm going to create this with Dunarian and Joy Boy DNA and all this to try to create like this. And then also then leave them alone like that. It doesn't, it doesn't add up to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, it kind of, to me, it, it makes One Piece in a different thing because then the whole aspect of freedom is kind of like it's freedom, but it was also um, controlled in a way. Mm. Like it was like mixed shift freedom. It wasn't real. Yeah. It didn't happen naturally. It was connect. So that's my thoughts on that. It should be more natural because Luffy seems to be like this natural person like this. Like he, he's right. And that's what goes into like what I want to say earlier, but I'm away on that. But yeah, so we can move on. All right. Uh, anything else, Seb? Yeah, we got one more super chat, and then we can go on. Um, it's uh, Anton N. In regards to what we were talking about having a dove fruit, he says, $5. It says, no way could I be walking around in the One Piece world, episode one, like Deku. Uh, I'm taking somebody's <laughs> powers. Yo, he gets it. Y'all are crazy. Listen, if y'all are walking the One Piece streets, yeah. no devil fruit, no nothing, and y'all trying to come up, maybe you come up, maybe you get done off two seconds as fodder on your first voyage, you bro. You must be crazy. Yo, yeah, you crazy, bro. It, it can happen, bro. It can happen. I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all, listen, There's, all these Marines or all these people, they eventually got strong. Yo. You mess around and just get clipped, yeah, bro. Yeah, there's so many people in the One Piece world that who did not have abilities. I just yo, start name dropping. It, it, it worked and for they, them. Yo, bro, it worked yeah. out for so, them. Yeah, sounds like somebody don't got strong hockey. Yeah, yeah word. You must got a lot of weak, bro. You yeah. need to follow somebody. Yeah. Let me know, bro. Yeah, I can say Let whatever know, y'all bro. want. Yeah. I'm a, I'm about me. Okay, I'm not getting. Straight up Merc, because Law decided to use his room on me, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm handling place, bro. Law, bro. I'm figuring it out. I'll handle Law without ability, period. All right. That's All just right. me, bro. Right. That's yeah. what Shiggy said, bro. Huh? That's what Shiggy said. She pulled up on She Law. weak-willed. What are you talking about? Yo, there's some strong-willed people out there that her, came into Law's her, situation. Her willpower is collecting swords. Yeah. <laughs> How far are you listen, getting there, that, bro? Listen, there are strong... Yo, Papa, Papa you. Exists. He got strong will, right? Uh, he 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 talking, right? That's not strong no, will. He, he willed himself to talk, right? He's sentient now. 
He run up into a white beard. He getting smoked in seconds. So that's not strong will. He's that's a, a strong will. That's not about? a strong will. Yo, that's yo, a will that Papago has conquered talking. Listen, <laughs> I need y'all to, to know. He conquered if you have starfish, a chance bro. to eat a dough fruit, and if you know it's a good fruit, eat that fruit. Period. Nah. Period. Don't, don't, be, do don't be ducking fruits. Don't do it, bro. Sebastian so gonna fall off the ship and just bro, die. Yeah. Look, <laughs> y'all understand? Look, look, look at Sanji right now. Look at what it took for him. He needed augmentations from his dad from decades ago. You know why? You get what I'm saying? No, do you know why, though? Come on, bro. Look at Luchi. Hold on. Do you and know why? Do you know why? Why? Because Sanji weak will. Oh, my God, yo. Come on, bro. Is you want me to start naming him? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, Sanji was the worst one you could have yeah. picked. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, y'all not getting it, bro. Eat a fruit. Bro, <laughs> you can you still be hawks. I want to start naming people. You bro. can still you be hawks. We don't got fruit. time for that. What's the yeah, problem? Bro. I don't understand, but, uh, dude. Like, Sanji showed. Remember, he was coming at was it Luffy and Zoro in the beginning because of their dream. Like, yo, because he legit said, if you've gone against someone that strong yeah. and you can't win, don't fight him. Just throw away your dream. <laughs> yeah. That's an example of ones why they don't. Why um, they wouldn't? I, I, under, I understand what y'all are trying to say. I'm letting y'all know y'all need to eat that fruit. Nah. If you can eat a strong dough fruit, eat the fruit. Period. Nope. All right. <laughs> all right. Dude, my hockey is going to conquer all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sebastian doesn't know, bro. Okay. Anyway, um, Marv, let's do the sponsorship, and then we'll go to the next questions, guys. Read the uh, last Super Chat. What is it? Uh, it's by Antoine N for $2. He says, eat that fruit, king. <laughs> <laughs> no facts, bro. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with a relationship, or just struggling from low self-esteem. Listen, I've been there. We've been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your own convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapists network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire, simple as that, to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I happened to sign up at one point regarding my confidence issues. Next thing you know, my confidence issues are not issues anymore. I'm doing pretty well in that area. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced better health therapist. Special offer goes out to all that One Piece Talk listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com T-O-P-T. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You say a great point. You do a great. All right, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Um, thank you guys uh, for joining us again and staying with us after the sponsor. We appreciate you and BetterHelp. Um, so we have next. Uh, we see the S Hawk slicing through the CP Zero uh, henchman, and S Shark using the swim swim fruit on them as well. Kaku and Stussy are concerned, uh, especially since they're just children. We switch to the Sanji straw hats, and Frankie is crying. He asks Vegapunk if Senor Pink 
is dead since his devil fruit is being used by S Shark, and the same devil fruit can't be used twice simultaneously. Vegapunk says, no senior pink is an impel down. He also mentions that only Zoan devil fruits can be produced artificially. Nami mentions that Caesar's smile fruits were aberrations, and he deserves to pass. Uh, Vegapunk explains that all, virtually all devil fruits can be recreated with vast amount of money and time, though he can't confirm if they can be awakened. He tried to replicate Logias, but they were too difficult. For Paramecias, he found that as long as you can have their lineage factor or bloodline elements, aka, then you can synthesize and administer a special kind of blood. That's what's currently in the Seraphim's arms. It's green blood. Uh, they will also be the strongest on the sea ever, which is the reason for the title of the chapter card. So, Lawrence, what did you think about this, man? Tell us your thoughts. Yo, so we dropped a lot here. And honestly, so um, going in the beginning, right, we see uh, uh, the Hawk, I guess, Pacifista or Seraphim are pretty much uh, swiping through just the means. And but I don't bring it out too, like, it seems very. This is Mihawk's style. It's not just he has his sword. Because like, if you look how Mihawk swings his blade, because mm -hmm. you see Mihawk swing and he'll, he'll hold the handle. Mihawk does that. This Hawk is doing the exact same thing. So somehow he's able to give not only uh, the the Seraphim, like pretty much the blade, but he gave him his style of how he fights. So I'm looking at how that happened. It could be the fact that, you know, the DNA in it, or it's just for recorded, but he has Mihawk's style. But also note that the blade that he's swinging around, it's not a black blade. It is a regular blade, as in it's not blackened. So it makes you think, too, I'm great at their kids, so I'm not expecting that much. Can they use hockey, right? Can these, because uh, you call them artificial humans in a way, but like going back, like Baker Monk said, the strongest in humanity. Baker Monk views them as humans. Mm -hmm. So, and I guess they have since, it's about the, uh, the the bloods, right? Do Are they humans? And also makes you think of, does this also this one because this is the only one we've seen so far that didn't use an ability does his mihawk version little kid does it have an ability did he give this one an ability as well we saw jimmy jimmy doesn't have an ability but his seraphim version of him has an ability right did he give the same one to this mihawk uh child one and also does he have an ability and can they utilize hockey right because if they could utilize hockey i'm not saying that older um older they come on create a way where you could uh, create hockey. But if you look at it this way, if it's their DNA, right, that means it's kind of like their children, so to speak, because they're clones of them. So they should be able to access DNA, but they're not. Re they're technically not, in a sense, real humans. You know, they weren't birthed. Mm -hmm. So would, does that affect hockey where they can't use it, or can they still use their will because, and again, they're not that person, mm -hmm. you know? So I want to add that here. And then going into here about the whole... So we get right here that he kind of classifies two different things, that Zoan's abilities can be artificially produced, right? But for the uh, for the Paramecius, all you need is their bloodline elements of the user, right? So that's interesting because like, he, he's separating through it. Then he said Lagias are too hard, right? And that's why we get a little bit about why we saw like the fire should be existence and why we talk about like you should have that. Now this explains why he couldn't do it because... He's tried. He probably had the, the DNA or the elements to use it, but he couldn't figure it out yet. And that's kind of when I wanted to go into the Vegapunk thing. I mean, I'm sorry, Judge thing, when you mentioned that, because Judge is using the elements. 
we see lightning, we see fire, right? Those are elements. So if you're talking about him using the ability, did the judge figure something out where he could somehow utilize the if they are abilities of of like pretty much what Vega, not necessarily Vega couldn't use, but somehow access it where they're not legit Yagas, but they can harness their power, mm-hmm. right? Because Sanji's able to manipulate fire, but he. And people said, like, for example, Queen even said it. How are you able to do that? Uh-huh. It doesn't make sense. It's not possible, right? But if he has access to do that with the because of the fruits thing, Judge able to find out. All right, I can't make you a full on Lagia, but I can help somehow make you access that 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 elemental power. And we see him with the other ones, the other one wanted to use lightning or whatever. So that's interesting, and oh, that's what I wanted to bring out there, right? And then going back to uh, here, uh, it's funny. Oh, yeah. So then I want to go back to here. Then we got that. The green blood. So Vegabook's doing a lot here with the green, but that's what going by the DNA thing, right? So we find out what that thing in the arms is green, but they create blood. So now I want to know what makes it so different of why the past, like the Paramecias, all you take is their blood light elements, their blood for it, right? But Zoans. it's like it has to be artificially manufactured, but also, too, this goes into my theory about the one I mentioned about Momo. Because he says here, too, that he, we got there, right? Yeah, that he's not sure if they could, the, if the awaken part is a, um, for the zones that artificially made, if they could access their awaken there. I believe we're going to find out through Momo. Mm. Because he is the one that Vegapunk produced, right? I think we're going to get confirmation that we're, uh, Vegapunk's, um, Momo's going to awaken his ability. And then Vega was going to find out, yes, so I fully accomplished it. Not only that I was able to create uh, our artificial Zoan ability, but I was able to confirm that I'm able to awaken it as well. I believe we're going to get that through Momo, that somehow he's going to awaken that ability. right? Because I think he's going to play later on, maybe in the future war or something, but I think Momo's going to come back and we're going to access it, and then he's going to confirm Vegapunk's suspicions here because he doesn't know yet. That's what Vegapunk said. I think we're going to get that through Momo. Right here. And... Uh, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll stop here. Uh, anyone else want to go? Uh, Lionel? Um, I kind of going with what Lawrence, Lawrence was saying, and I find it interesting that, um, like, we saw the Seraphims with them, and they had the flames on their backs, right? But if you look at Jimbe's and Mihawks, the flames are gone when they moved, showing that they're kind of doing very something similar to what King does. They increase their speed when he takes away the flames. I don't know if they're going to give Mihawk an ability. I never even thought of that until Lawrence told me that later on. And I thought that would be crazy because I'm trying to think, what ability would you give Mihawk? But then I'm trying to think, what if Mihawk is the one that's closest in a way, weird way to Queen's ability? That he could start manipulating flames. You know how we saw with King, he can manipulate flames and heat it up to like magma level type of thing and did to Zolo. Like now, now they could use flames to the to a degree because they're able to turn it off, increase their speed. What if Mio could this Sarah from Mio could do something like that now? That like he could actually manipulate the flames that's already inside him, like King did, and start using that as his sword fights. And then we're going to Zolo saying that Zolo always wanted a flame sword. Now a Sarah from a kid Mihawk is kind of doing something similar, having a flame sword, manipulating flames, and maybe using it in a, in a fight. And they always want, and now I maybe think too before. I actually want to see Zolo's reaction mm-hmm. when he sees Kid Mihawk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, his master, his goal, like, you know, and how strong this kid is. And again, he has Mihawk's style because we saw how he holds it. Like, Mihawk holds his sword with such grace and such. The, how he holds it, he doesn't weird his blade as a sword. 
he weaves in something different. Like maybe the extension of his armor. Like, notice how Odin, how Zolo, and how other people weave their sword. Miyako holds it weird. Like he does it always with gracefully, with skill. But obviously, but like it's always different. Like how he holds it, it's like he's always caressing his blade, but it's so it's so powerful and so um with technique and grace with his sword slashes. And I see this kid how he's holding his sword. It's similar how Mihawk does it. So I'm gonna, I'm very interested in seeing Zolo's reaction to Kid Mihawk. Um, I was also going to again going to the, with the hockey thing, with the and I'm thinking of um, like the blood elements, and again they said that Bakemon created um his own blood created um blood, but also he took the blood from them. It has to be, and it goes into what Larry was talking about the wills of um, of if fruits have wills inside them, and they're taking the wills from other people, and now these clones in a way. Can in a way, since they're like clones of those warlords who have their own wills from themselves, like in a way, I maybe think yo they have they might actually should have hockey because again the I don't know because you have to say a living soul like I said every living soul has hockey but if now Vikings creating these things making them more human again I don't know if they have the soul aspect of it but like the fact they have blood and they have probably even a will and later on I didn't want to get into it they even saw with Bo Hancock. Mm-hmm. They have their own personality too. They're not just some mindless, um, non-speaking things. They're they actually have a personality to them. So and they make, again they might reflect the personality, might reflect the warlords themselves. Like so, I'm trying to think, yo, they actually might have um, hockey that they they may not be too early to wield or unlock, but when they eventually mature. They might start able to utilize hockey, making them even more powerful than they actually are. Again, that's what Vakemon's saying. You know, they're, they're just at kids, and they're already this strong. When they fully mature mm-hmm. and reach their capabilities they're supposed to, they're going to be the strongest things in the One Piece world. Like they, Their potential, I'll say. Their potential of being that crazy strong. And that's why, again, like Vagabond created dangerous things. And like, can you, and you create this thing, can you really control this? Because Vagabond, like, Vegapunk, if you're gone and they have these chips things, and they get, if the Seraphim can also start have their own personality, they're going to go right off the Warlords. How much of their personality dominated Seraphims? Are they going to listen mm-hmm. to them fully? Because again, they have their own, like, Bo Hancock is a kinesmissing user. Um, they all of them have their own dominant personalities that are they really going to be obedient to Vegapunk, to um, the CP9 or the Celestial Dragons? So I'm going to go by thinking of their personality in general, like how much with their will or their personality dominates the Seraphims and if they're going to really be obedient to them and eventually overturn them. Hmm. That's what I'm going, thinking of. Anything else? I'm not, I'll, I'll let somebody else go. All right, sub? Uh, they touched on a lot of the Seraphim and, and potential Devil Fruit stuff, which I, I, I thought that, but I, I won't go deep into that. Um, I did want to shout out Chestnut. Um, because Larry and Chestnut were talking today, and she brought up, uh, I think I heard it before, but she brought it back in my mind that potentially they gave the Mihawk Seraphim uh, Buggies Telefruit, <laughs> so it would be like a super joke, like he's a swordsman, but that he has the Bari Bari Fruit. It would be pretty interesting. Um, again, reiterating the, the, the fact that they're still kids. I like that. Um, I didn't notice the fire, the flame thing that you pointed out. Yeah. So they're moving at speed, so they're using the same... Uh, techniques or, or abilities that King is using, um, or at least the same way that he fights. Um, I love seeing Frankie talk about Senior Pink. Like, it, it's good to see him have that brotherhood with the people that he fights all the time. I'm kind of mad we didn't get that, 
in Wano. Uh, Would have been cool to continue that theme. Uh, I liked uh, Nami, her nice little jab at Caesar, which you should. He, should. he deserved to die. Like, I thought that was really funny. Um, the green blood is cool. Um, a shout out to Library of Bahar. He was the first person that I saw say that their devil fruits are probably activated using whatever that was before we knew it was green bloods per se. Um, that little piece on their arm, like he, he called that out. Um, and shout out to Vegapunk. Apparently he was like, oh no, you can't do that, but I totally did it. Anyway, like, <laughs> like, he's like, oh no, you can only do it with Zoans, but like, I did it. Anyway, with Paramecias. I, I was really curious why he can't do it for Lagius, though. Yeah, like what? Same. What's the mm-hmm. like? It seemed kind of arbitrary. He didn't give any real reasoning yeah. why. It was just like, oh, it's it's hard to do it. Mm-hmm. It was difficult. And I was like, is it? Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like if if anybody could do it, it would be you, bro. Like, if you can't do it, nobody can do it. Um, but I, I didn't have anything major beyond that. Um, there was a couple super chats sitting, but I'll, I'll let Larry go before I read those. Yeah, um, I thought this part was probably the most filled with info. Uh, it's not confirmed that the S Hawk actually has that green blood. We have yeah. not seen it yet, so he might not actually have it. Um, the sword that he's carrying uh, isn't black, um, which could still mean that the biggest question of all, which is what I've been bringing up since the Momo uh, Devil Fruit uh, discovery, is can he transfer wills? Uh, we, we know he can transfer uh, anything with a lineage factor, and that could produce a variety of results. But can he transfer actual willpower? And I think that was the scariest part about Vegapunk. And we don't know that yet, but from what it looks like, he kind of can. And that's later in the chapter, right? But um, also, when it comes to uh, Senior Pink, I was thinking, like, yo, what level of impel down is he in? Yeah, yeah, I and I was I like, yo, is too. he like at four or like five? Um, he's not going to be at six, but, you know, that's oh, where yeah. Goku's at. So that's I, cool. If I had to guess, I'd probably say. Four, three. Yeah, three or four. I would say four. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for the awakening part, right? Um, Vegapunk definitely makes it clear that uh, virtually all fruits of that type, even the special ones, can probably be recreated with vast amounts of money and time, which is exactly what he's always been about, is that I need a vast amount of money and also need time. This is why I didn't join the revolutionaries, even though I'd have I have the same moral uh, compass as they do, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm ultimately a scientist. Uh, when it comes to Logias, all right, so here's here's my understanding. The reason why you can't directly recreate a Logia devil fruit is because Logias are intangible and they also are just elements. So darkness, light, smoke, fire, you know, ice, um, you know, you could keep going. These are just elements of the world. They're not directly, they don't have any DNA within elements, right? Like, they're just elements. But when it comes to Paramecias, he, they don't have uh, DNA either, but he was able to somehow take the blood of a Paramecia user and be able to combine it so that they can produce the same results from another person. So I get that. I feel like it would be easier with a Paramecia. But with Zoans, the reason why Zoans are the way they are is because there's already, before a person eats the devil fruit, there's a lineage factor in the devil fruit already. That's the difference. Mm. One has a lineage factor, mm. one doesn't, so you take it from the person that ate the fruit, and the other one happens to be intangible. They're just elements, so you can't really take anything from them. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they're so rare, and there's only like 11 in the show compared to like the 80 and the hundreds that the others have, yeah. right? So that would explain it in my uh, reasoning. 
And then the last thing I wanted to point out, um, what was it? Oh, so my biggest thing is, all right, so when he said he doesn't know if his thin synthesized recreated devil fruits that are Zoans uh, can awaken. My, I'm starting to think now that if Kaido was experimented on and Vegapunk took a percentage of the devil fruit that he has eaten and put it into another devil fruit, technically those two devil fruits might not be complete devil fruits, which would mean that Kaido probably wasn't able to awaken because of it. And also, if Momo's not going to be able to awaken, then that's probably the reason as well. Momo has 50% of Kaido's devil fruit, and now Kaido only has 50% left of his devil fruit. Uh, so that would mean that both of them can't awaken. So you think possibly that Momo took the ability away from Kaido, like in the experimentation? Mm -hmm. it, he lost the ability to awaken due to the experimentation? Yeah, so hmm. the idea of devil fruits is that they're recreated through your imagination and it comes into the world via the dimension of your mind, right? Like it's people's hopes and desires. So in my aspect of what I think is that when you take somebody's hope and desire and you split it in half, it's no longer just a solid idea or desire. It's actually shared by two people now, but it's not really shared by the second person. Mm -hmm. So ultimately you're missing something of that desire or hope that made it in the first place. So if you know Vegapunk's literally taking that, that desire and cutting it in half and giving it to somebody else, then it probably wouldn't awaken to its fullest capabilities. That would explain why Kaido has the understanding, has mm -hmm. the experience, has the prodigy-like status of whatever he does, but he can't awaken. That would make more sense to me than anything else. He's yeah, that's, that's interesting. It so, is. So that was my mm -hmm. general aspect of what I thought was happening. Um, other than that, we can move on. Okay, I, I kind of thought it had to do with, I kind of feel like people in a way, just like using the starfish as an example, how he willed himself to speak. Anyway, people with strong wills who had the desire to be more, as in that have an ability to achieve their dreams, their will manifested. So pretty much, like, talk about hockey is the power in One Piece. I kind of feel like people with strong will, they kind of, and the will to do more, if I had this power to do this, mm. too, they manifested or created, in a way, so to speak, mm -hmm. the, uh, the fruits. Like, uh... It's funny because that's something I thought about too. Is like why the awakening part of it shouldn't it create another fruit? You know what I mean? If your will is to do this, if that's how devil fruits are created, your will is being moved to do something else than what you're doing. Mm. But I don't know. That's just a, a raw thought process, maybe a theory I could create. And one more thing I want to add. Mm -hmm. I just think I just thought of it right now actually. So you know we always talk about the stars in their eyes. Mm -hmm. It might just be when they're using their abilities that's that's the, the stars activated. Possibly. Well, Jinbei's didn't have the star. Yeah, yeah I thought of that too, but we didn't it, see yeah, him uh, exact in the middle yeah. of using it. But uh -huh. every time we saw, because the time we see the star is mostly from the Bone Hancock one. Yeah. And both times, she's using her ability. But also, Kum Bear, he's doing his abilities. Not his, we can't, we can't see his eyes, though. We can't see his eyes or not. We can't see his eyes. Yeah, he has glasses on or whatever. Yeah. All right, let's move forward, guys. All right. Yeah, we got um, some supers, too. Yeah, read the supers real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. We got a $2 super chat from Joyboy Mark. It says, Seb spitting facts. Give me that fruit salad. Yo, y'all see it. <laughs> oh, I won that poll 90% to 10, by the way. Y'all tripping. Yeah, because they're weak-willed. Y'all think y'all them. Y'all not them, bro. Yeah, they're weak-willed, bro. Trust me, You're bro. believing in chat. Trust me, bro. Okay. Anyway, uh, we got another $2 super chat from Eldritchernator. 
that's a difficult one. Uh, it says, dudes who turn to stone are going to impel <laughs> down. <laughs> yo, yo, I read that shit. That super chat really Wait, I was cracking up. It's We haven't got over it yet, but we will really soon. Um, the, the Boa Hancock uh, seraphim turn these yeah. dudes to stone, and they're like fully grown men <laughs> lusting after her. Yeah, I thought that it was, was kind of That was yeah. a little cringe. Um, we got another $2 super chat from Luffy needs to try some booty meat. Uh, I'll eat that poop poop fruit if it means I survive. <laughs> listen. It's doo-doo, baby. Hey, listen. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we got another $2 super chat. It says, happy holidays. Uh, it's up. It's up and it's stuck. Hashtag Larry has W takes from our guy, hey. baby Pluton. Thank you, baby Thank Pluton, you. man. But yeah, eat them down fruits, children. Eat the fruits. <laughs> All right, children. that's it. Eat All right. the fruits. That's it? Yeah. All right, so we go back to Luffy versus Luchi. Luchi comes out of his Looney Tunes imprint, cracking his neck. Luchi tries to finish off Sentumaru again, but Luffy decides to do his best impersonation of Astral World and eat Luchi. Luchi zips out of the way, and Luffy chomps on into the ground, causing him to spit debris at Luchi, only for Luchi to dismiss them entirely. Luffy then uses one of Vegapunk's transport tubes as a ring rope to bounce off of, but before he does so, he imagines a pair of glasses and they come to life. So he puts them on his face and shoots himself forward to land a right hook on Luchi. Luchi says his mind is starting to slip after the hit, and the S-Snake uh, Seraphim talks to Jinbei and Chopper to go onto the, uh, the vessel to escape. Sentumaro tells Luffy to protect Vegapunk, and he says he will. Then we see Luffy in his old man-slash-drained state as everyone makes it to Labo Phase. Bonnie wakes up and says, where the hell are they? And they say they're uh, shooting towards Labo Phase. What did you guys think about all this? And we have half an hour left. So, Lawrence. Quick. <laughs> okay. So this is actually what I wanted to get into about with uh, Luffy. And it's crazy. A friend of mine actually called this. He said that Luffy's going to eventually, because the way Luffy's going on and everything, is going to be able to grab a piece of him or something or anything and just and create something out of nothing. And his makeshift whatever here. So Luffy legit grabs a piece of his uh, waking form swirls or clouds or mist or whatever you want to call it, hair, and creates goggles, right? So honestly, it's showing like a, and I remember like going back to, because he also brought out how in the beginning of the, when the Gorosei were describing this fruit, it said this fruit is only limited by the person, the user's imagination. So the more imaginative you are with this fruit, Literally, you could kind of do anything you want. And this is why I wanted to go into, like, a few things with Luffy. About how Luffy's mentioned earlier how uh, he said this is the form he feels the most free. Right? That's why I say Luffy keeps going back to this form because he loves being in this form. He said even before back uh, when he was fighting Kaido that, like, he felt good. He felt different. Bring back that beat so he can feel free again. Go back to Luffy's personality about being free and everything and why he wants to be in this form. This is like, he feels like part of connected to this room, but also part of his nature. But he wants to go into this form because he feels free. He could do literally whatever he wants. He could create things. And we already know Luffy has a crazy imagination. But now they're starting with that thing right here. Maybe think of actually, I don't know if you all forgot about it, but the Monkey King. The Monkey King was able to kind of do something similar. And also, you remember the Monkey King's kind of like personality. He's always laughing, joking around, doing crazy stuff. He's like a jokester, a prankster in like in the, like the heavens or whatever you want to call it, right? But he had powers like where he could like create a staff, right? Or make clones out of him out of his hair. So I wonder now if Luffy's going to be able to start making clones out of him out of his hair. Or like 
the, the monkey had a stat that he could make big any wants, but Luffy's doing that with himself, right? So showing you here that Luffy could like showing that Luffy, I'm going back into the monkey's powers that yeah we keep focusing on the tune, but if we think of the monkey king, I guess he was kind of like tune like the monkey king himself, but if Luffy's tap more going to those that that power as what he has, Luffy's going to be able to do like what it shows like only limit to his imagination. And Luffy's already crazy. Like he, he's like kind of like a, he has a crazy mind, and he's imagining. He thinks whatever. That's why he keeps going back to his form because he feels the most free here. He feels the most comfortable here. It literally resonates with how he feels on the inside, and why he keeps going back to it. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I keep thinking of like the reason why he's probably going to go into his form more is because that's basically who Luffy is. That's the form he feels like I can achieve anything in his in this form, and it's tapping into who I am as a core. Mm-hmm. And I would say like in how Gilman Ranch was like. Luffy and how Hawks he is is like he can literally not even aim at you and just kick you from there. He can punch the ground, not aim at you and hit you from the ground. So that's like when Luffy's like slowly drifting away from everyone, like who's going to really compete with him, especially with his imagination and what he can do with it. That's why I keep going back to like Luffy loves being in his form and why he keeps going into it because it's part of his core nature of who mm-hmm. he is. That's why I disagree with, in a way, with the, the dragon thing is because this is the natural form of Luffy, how he feels. I feel the most free here. Mm-hmm. It's different from like the words. The word Luffy said that he, I keep repeating it is because that means something for Luffy and why he keeps tapping into this form. It's because that's who he is. And, and they can say like he came joy boy, but that's who he, he feels the most free here. And then literally, because now he can tap into like you think of freedom, you think of imagination, right? Freedom, imagination, and then you're able to imagine anything you want to be free to do that. Luffy has experienced that in that form where he's free to imagine anything and actually accomplish it. I thought of goggles and I made goggles. Yeah. I thought of this, I could do this. I thought of grabbing lightning, I grabbed lightning. That's, that's in a way, the most, in a way, that's freedom where you can imagine something and make it happen. So that's why I go back into like why Luffy keeps tapping into this form is because it's not just he needs to learn it, but that's in a way he feels great in this form and why he, it's true freedom for him. Mm. So yeah. and it's wild that y'all wouldn't want to eat a devil fruit though. For whatever, <laughs> whatever reason, y'all wouldn't want to eat a devil fruit. I did say if it was one, fruit, if it was one, even I'd rather not. It would be this one because of the freedom aspect. I like being able to do what so I, I want. Especially gonna mess up and eat a booger bomb. <laughs> <laughs> if I can take it to this level, I'm booger bombing like this. I'm doing that. Listen, go on, Um, yo, I just I'm not gonna say too much because Lauren said a lot of what I was gonna say. Um, but. Luffy cracked the shit. <laughs> like y'all understand? Like I know we so, when we hit Kaido like this, we were like, "Yo, he hit Kaido mad hard." I felt like this was harder than the one where Kaido's face was bent in. Like he full on Dawn Rocket, and I like the fact that he used Dawn as like the surname of his attack yes. right now. I thought that was cool. Um, but yo, know, like Luchi was like, "Yo, I'm I'm losing consciousness. Like I can't keep up. I'm getting rocked. I can't mentally." deal with this right now I just loved seeing all that like he like people were again people giving a lot of crap about like Luchi and Luffy or shouldn't be fighting evenly and I'm like yeah they're not like they're not Luffy, at all. this is what not Luffy's doing he hasn't landed one time he's no, trolling and rocking his like this I thought that was dope um how far did you get into the with the question I'm trying to remember I got to the part where they got onto the ship okay yeah the 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 the, the Mihawk I mean the uh Hancock Seraphim with Jinbei, I thought that was funny as hell, bro. Yeah. I did. Like, she was like, just go. Like, just leave. Like, I thought that was bad cute. It was bad yeah. funny to me. Like, I could never see Hancock doing that. Ever. As a kid? As a, 
We don't even see it. Well, she was a slave as a kid, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? She went through I mean, a lot of stuff. She wasn't born a slave as a kid, though. But yeah. I, guess I feel like the age she is right now, well, Hancock had been through some messed up stuff already. She wasn't innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you know, I don't know. I thought that was really funny. I thought the um, uh, Sentomaru saying, like, just go and, like, I'll hold him off. I thought that was that was dope, man. I, yeah. I gained more respect for Sentomaru in that moment. Um, and old Luffy. Like, we're finally really seeing the drawbacks of no. Gear 5th. Like, we had the little weird thing versus Kaido. But, like, apparently this is what it's going to be like. This is what it's going to be. He's going to have this weird age situation, which is kind of weird because, like, he already gave years of his life with the Ivankov situation. So, we're, what is this old Luffy? Like, what is it exactly? So, I don't know. But... I don't have much else. I just love that panel of Luchi getting rocked. That it was dope. I just want to add to that real quick. I love that panel because when now Luffy says Dawn, it's right by a lot of Luffy's face and his eye. It looks like Luffy's saying, damn. Like, uh, not Luffy, but Rob Luffy's like, damn. Like, I'm about to get rocked. He's about to get rocked, bro. <laughs> he's like, yo. This is Dawn, and he's though, trying so hard, bro. Like, you see the bottom right panel where he's swinging? He's, like, trying his hardest, bro. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's cool. Uh, Lionel? Um, it actually kind of reminded me a little bit of their first fight. When, not the first fight. The, anyway, the second fight on the thing when Luffy went gear third and he punched Rob Lucci. And he said the same thing. Yeah, I'm losing consciousness. But, um, yeah. but, again, but again, I liked how Oda did this. They showed like, he should are. Rob Lucci clearly got stronger. He's a beast right now. But no matter how much he powered up, he's still no match to Luffy. And that's what he expected. So I think it was a good portrayal. Rob Lucci, he, he he is significant. He did get stronger. But compared to Luffy, again, he hasn't landed one hit on him, on Luffy at all. Like, And you see him, he's trying, he's trying to, he's landing hits on Sentamaru. But when it comes to Luffy, he can't even land one. Like, he even lost one um, a conscience towards Luffy off one hit, and Luffy's still messing around. He's not even taking this fight seriously. So, what? No, I was going to say, damn, Luffy just perfected Rob Lucci. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. So I think I thought that was a really good good, good portrayal on both sides. Luffy, his progression, and Rob Lucci's progression at the same time, but putting it where we expected. All right? He's not fighting Rob Lucci evenly. Just because they had one little clash doesn't mean he's on Luffy's level. Like Again, they were just showing a little bit of a flowback and um, uh, what's the right word for it? Nostalgia to yeah. a degree, but like it didn't really mean anything. Because, again, at the end of the day, Rob Lucci is not near Luffy's level. Um, like I thought again, I thought it was pretty cool with um, with Luffy's uh, ability with the goggles thing, and it kind of goes into something what Parvision said that um, like we see people's abilities like um, Luffy kind of like taking little bits of that from them, like Bellamy, his spring thing, and we see a little bit similar to how he does it with Gear, Gear's um, Gear Fifth, I mean Gear Fourth in mm-hmm. Snake Man. I think Luffy's. To me, going for par is branching towards something to center Kaiteri might be started doing. Like what Kaiteri did with his ability, with able to make multiple arms and make things with his ability, like houses or whatever. I think Luffy's starting to branch off towards that to make him make him even more powerful. Like, cause they said that Rob Lu- well, Kaiteri's ability is similar to Luffy's. Just Kaiteri just showed I'm just better than you. Like I could with your elephant gun. Mine's not an elephant gun, but it's bigger than yours. Like, my attacks are stronger than yours. And Luffy had to compete against that. Now Luffy's gear fifth. Like, now he's portraying, all right, putting what Kaiteri could do, I could do something similar, but it's even, even greater than that. So that's why I think Luffy's branching off too. I could be wrong, but I think that would be pretty cool if Luffy makes it his own. Like, not something copying per se, but like how he did something with gear four, similar to Bellamy's, but it's completely different and made it his own. I hope he does something similar to what Kaiteri does with his ability, but make it his own. 
and something that would be good add to Luffy's um, repertoire of fighting styles. And um, but yeah, again, I thought that was dope. Um, I actually have no. I'm gonna actually go to no. Yeah, I did like, and I find it interesting that Luffy's ability is the only one that shows that it's actually taking a physical toll on Luffy. Like all the other bases, the only one we heard of has negative effects. Um, negative effects is Law, but that's just mostly his stamina. It doesn't do anything physically to him. It just makes him more tired. And Blackbeard's ability, or just he's not intangible as a lagia. But Luffy's ability again shows like and double damage. But again, that's different. That's mostly if he gets hit. Luffy shows that when I use my ability, it literally affects me physically. It's either killing me with the um, with me creasing my blood, or it's making me an old man. That's again affecting my life. And I think that's interesting. Why Luffy? Why is Luffy's ability the only one that shows that physical cap- physical defect compared to all the other abilities? Because mm. we don't see that towards it. We don't see that any ability we see. We don't see a physical defect on it. Stamina that's different, and double damage again that's different. A physical defect, that's... Again, why is Luffy's ability different? Because it's broken. With great power comes great... Drawbacks. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you can't say what's wrong. Consequences, drawbacks. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I forgot the word I was going to um, say. For me, uh, when I saw Luffy do like the big face and he was trying to eat uh, Luchi, shout out to Kaido in his fight, <laughs> um, then he spits it at him, and then he starts using uh, the transport tube as like a, tra- like a bungee rope. Um, I started to realize, like, if we heard about a Yonko that could do things such as this, they would have been the most curious Yonko <laughs> we've ever wanted to come across. Imagine somebody telling you, we have a Yonko out there. His name is Luffy. He has everything and more. And also, he can do anything he imagines. He can bend reality. You could be like, you would be like, what? You'd be like, who? who? When mm-hmm. do we meet this guy? And you never meet him for, like, 700 chapters. And when you finally do, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is crazy. That's how I felt when mm. I was watching Luffy fight. Now, the thought of making sunglasses and then putting it on his face and it turning into a real object. When me and Chestnut Tanuki were talking, we were describing how far does this ability go? This is the most curious two panels in the entire chapter. Mm-hmm. Reason being, I do have a theory. I think that at a certain point, if the ancient weapons weren't all created from scratch, from like the shipwrights or Shirohoshi being a reincarnation or Uranus, whatever, being a weather ball. Um, it could be very well that Nika, 800 years ago, the previous Joy Boy, might have gotten blueprints from like the ancient shipwrights of Water 7, thought of Pluton, and pulled it directly out of his head and made an ancient weapon. And the reason why I say stuff was like this is because... We got to see what happened to those glasses, either in the anime for more explanation. But if they retain their shape and their physical form, even if Luffy's out of gear five, then his ability acts somewhat like Boa Hancock's ability, where people, even after the devil fruit is taken away from the user, they still turn to stone and they stay as stone. So if Luffy's able to do such things, Luffy can create another Yoru if he thinks it. He can create another sword of any kind to give to Zoro. He can create shoes for Sanji not to hurt his feet. He could create an exoskeleton suit again. This this is the form of power that we were talking about too, right? Like two subjects ago. People, their hopes and desires make devil fruits. What's stopping Luffy from just making a devil fruit that takes away the negative effects of devil fruits? 
He goes, yo, you can eat this devil fruit if you want. You'll be able to swim. Why wouldn't he be able to do so? He just imagined glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how far can this ability go? And for me, this is where it gets really complicated, interesting, but also detrimental to the One Piece story. Because when you look at a person with this type of ability, you start to think, and this is where I wanted to bring it up, freedom is very much a great thing. But freedom can also very much not be a good thing. Now, I necessarily don't believe that Nika might have had the best interest of people because overall, freedom without a certain amount of control can lead to chaos. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he might have been a dangerous person during his time if it wasn't controlled. You know what I'm saying? He might have been a... He's like Vegapunk at this point, but with the ability to create anything he wants without the vast amount of time and without the vast amount of money. He can just create anything he pleases. If this is true with the sunglasses, what's to stop him from just thinking of a seraphim right now that is him with the same abilities? Mm. What's to keep him from replicating himself? Like, you know how we always joke around? You can do anything if you imagine, right? (laughs) There's no no limit that you can imagine. (laughs) Right now with Luffy, I think that this is where it gets a little a little crazy for me. And I know I'm I'm speaking on this specific part, but so we we have Luffy able to do such things as this. To me, it's always been a question. Is Nika bleeding into Luffy's personality? Mm-hmm. We don't know. But there have been two instances in the manga that we've seen that Luffy has turned into something that repli- that seemed similar to Gear 5. And the one instance was when he was you know, doing this, yeah. when Bonnie was taking off her clothes, he was like stretching yeah. right after they got off the ship. It seemed like Nika slipped out a little bit. Now, I know everybody's saying that Luffy's kind of training his Gear 5. He, he's not using the advanced forms of hockey that comes with it when we've when we seen it with Kaido. But what if I was to tell you, what if he doesn't know he's actually in Gear 5? What if he thinks he's just fighting? But the Nika personality is somewhat slipping into his psyche. And he doesn't, he's not even aware of it. He's just thinking that he's just fighting. So it, it comes down to my aspect. It's like, yeah, he may know he's in Gear 5 at a certain point, but what if he didn't activate it? But didn't he say Gear 5? No. If I remember correctly, didn't he say Gear 5? Before Revolution? Before fighting I don't Rob? remember that. Well, he was fighting Kaido. Am I tripping? No, he said, hit that beat. Heart. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Luffy does say gear He fifth. says gear fifth. He said gear fifth when he was fighting Kaido. But like I'm, he, I'm he, not saying it with Kaido. Like, uh-huh. Kaido being the first instance that he goes into gear oh, so five, in that's cool. Okay, okay, like, okay, he okay. can be like, yo, I'm going into gear five. Okay. But he didn't know he was going into gear five either. He just died. And then came back to life, and then gear five came out. But that could also just be that Nika starts, he, it was the start of Nika spilling into his psyche. And the reason I say that with such confidence is because we know that Zoans happen to take over their users if their willpower is not strong enough. Now, we know that Luffy's willpower is much stronger, right, than a lot of other people's. But his Devil Fruit actually is much stronger than everybody else's, too. So if his willpower isn't extraordinary, I would think 24-7, then the fruit sort of acts like Enma. 
you guys were talking about mm-hmm. the hockey usage, and he's not really taking Luchi seriously, and you know it's draining Luffy. So these are the negative side effects. We've seen that with Enma. When Zoro held Enma, what did it do? It sucked out a lot of his will, and it demanded more because of the type of sword that it was and the type of things that it, it was capable of doing. So if Zoans continuously just seep into your psyche, I'm starting to think that Luffy doesn't have full control of what's happening. He doesn't even know that he's in gear five. Things are just happening. So it's weird to me at this point why he hasn't used hockey either. You know? That last attack, he didn't use hockey? He used hockey when he did the whip yeah, attack because it was blackened. Yeah. And he used hockey when he clashed with Rabuchi, but I'm not saying he's using hockey all the time he's fighting Rabuchi, though. But honestly, Larry, you made me think of something. Like, like, hold on. For yeah, instance, no, no, no. he's spinning, right? Doesn't know how to stop. To a degree, he still doesn't know how to control his form. But maybe, maybe is Luffy, Luffy's probably in a particular situation where his body and mind aren't completely caught up. I think probably him dying would make sense as to why Nika came out because Nika no longer had a force against it coming out. Mm. The willpower wasn't there. So it slipped out at that particular moment and Luffy met all his requirements, but it was like, yo, I'm not dying. So it came out in that moment. So what's to say like, this is not the negative effect that every time he gets into this old man form, his hockey gets a little bit weaker and that force that keeps the zone from taking over gets a little weaker too. So I'm thinking next time we see Luffy, he's probably going to have issues controlling his devil fruit. And that's the old, that's the limit that Oda's going to put on him. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got a couple super chats sitting. Uh, we don't have too Yeah, much we don't time. have time right now. We're going to have to, like, slip past this chapter quite a bit. Uh but yeah, I can read these real quick. Uh, we got two dollars super chat from Terrence Matthews. It says Luffy's not even using advanced hockey. Yeah, he's really just chipping Luffy up. Um, and then we got uh, twenty dollars from Joy Boy Mark. It says Larry's right. We know Oda says Luffy's Delfru only only limit is his imagination. What do you think is the limit he could pull a DBZ kind of thing to bring some dead or heavily injured back? Not saying he will, but like, what is the true limit? Um, I mean, Larry went as far as creating ancient weapons off this, just pulling them out of thin air. So, yeah. I mean, it's really just whatever Oda decides to do. I wouldn't like it to go that far. You mm. know what I mean? Like, if you could just pull an ancient weapon out, like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the stakes anymore? If I could just be like, I right, Pluton, get rid of that entire island real quick, so we good, you know? Plus, Luffy fun. just isn't that kind of a fighter. Yeah. Like, he's always going to, as imaginative as Luffy will ever be, it's just going to result in creative ways punching people in the face. Like, even just now, what he did to Luigi, as cool, creating the goggles and all that, spreading the, the transition tube, it was just a creative way of punching Luigi in the stomach. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how Luffy's going to fight. So, to me, it can get wild in general to maybe help people to do things. But as far as combat goes, is this going to be more funny, interesting ways of punching and kicking people? I thought of something, and it kind of goes into a stupid joke, but... Because when you talk about creating things, I thought of, do you think Luffy could supply himself food now? He can just oh, create man. food. He'd be yeah. so broken. Yeah, create food. Oh, my God. Dude, I thought of this stupid oh, my thing. God. Luffy's going to try that booty meat now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got 13 minutes. Yeah. Also, right. shout out to Parvision, who was in the chat. Congrats again, man. 
All right, so basically, uh, at the last end of the chapter, um, basically, Centomaro is completely knocked out. Uh, uh, Stussy tells Luchi that he has to wait for the Navy, uh, but he doesn't want to because they'll escape if they wait any longer. Then uh, Nami and Usopp are yelling at Vegapunk because he basically just wants to leave, and uh, that's... It's one of the reasons, like, why the Emperor is here, to help him leave and such like that. And they're kind of, like, shocked, and Frankie's amazed that he's going to be on the ship with them. Uh, Bonnie says that she basically wants to go after Vegapunk still because of what she uh, he did to her dad. Lucci and the CP0 members are now linked up with all the S Seraphims um, in order to get back Vegapunk and to take him out. And then at the end of the chapter... Uh, we see that someone particular is on a ship. They're coming towards Egghead, and he notices that the Straw Hat crew is siding with Vegapunk, and then we see Kazaru, and then Kazaru says, says uh, send every battleship you can to Egghead. Uh, proceed with the plans. So, real quickly, guys, uh, what did you think, Lino, about this ending? I'm glad we finally get to see Kazaru come back. I know I mentioned it where he's going to make a showing some point. I was wrong with the... Um with the law and Blackbeard, but now he's here because he's haven't been showing since I think I mean for the war. So him to shine, show shine on him, and him to be more significant to the for the plot. I'm kind of happy for that. And also, I have one question: uh, You took out tomorrow and now you have the Seraphims, but you guys still have Vegapunk going against. He could still just turn the Seraphims against you guys because he's the highest hierarchy besides the uh, um, Gorosei. So I'm thinking Ooh. that you taking out tomorrow was a factor, but. You still have to face Vegapunk, and you can just turn that around. So I didn't think it didn't really matter still. But, yeah. I think it matters a little bit because I, he's not an active fighter, right? So I don't see Vegapunk going out there and being like, all right, now that I'm here, like, Seraphim, listen to me. Like, he's he might do that as a last resort, but he's still going to try to avoid a fight by all means. He's not a fighter. Um, and I don't know that the Vegapunk um, satellites have the same control. Or if it's, I think, do they, or yeah. is it just him? It's Vegapunk and the satellites. Okay. I mean, they said it. They cool. should. It would, I mean, it would yeah. be smart. I don't know. Um, so, ultimately, um, it, I just love the setup. Uh, I think it was more just somebody else pointed out. I like that we're, we got, we're getting all the people that were these major players in the Chipotle Archipelago arc Kazaru, Sentomaru, Kuma possibly coming later. Um, Kazaru being a cliffhanger is awesome. I love that Bonnie still got her mind on the mission. Um, Dami was really funny throughout the chapter. Uh, that lineup, uh, like I said, I, I remember I texted you guys in the Discord and stuff. Like, yeah, we're getting to a point where it's going to be Kazaru and Luchi and Kaku and four Seraphim and Stussy versus the Straw Hats. And Kazaru bringing even more ammo with him because he said, bring, send every battleship you have. So I know we all thought this might be a shorter arc, um, and it might still be short, but we coming into a really big climax here. Where we got a lot of big players and a lot of you know faces that need to be dealt with apparently, so um, might see some more you know. And if I remember correctly, um, sword is nearby here, or am I tripping? I don't know if it's it's near Egghead. Kinda. We might see Smoker, bro. I know I had to say Smoker just because I know it would piss Larry off. Yeah. <laughs> but we might see my boy Smoker. You feel me? We're, we're not seeing that bum. All right. All right. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't see the role Soaker plays in, <clears throat> but it made me laugh that like so said, Nami's her disposition towards Vegapunk. Mm-hmm. She's talking about like uh, once yeah, the attitude towards Caesar, but then like Vegapunk, yeah, I'll just ice you because like uh, once you realize. But that's not kind of what I was saying before. Is where Vegapunk says 
what if that biggest brain in the world is um, going against the world government? And he goes, even though I have no idea of attention of doing so. That's where these, like, right, for example, of where he's not exactly on the side of the light because he's willing to work for the government and has no side to turning against them. So he's not exactly on Dragon's side because he's fully aligned with the government. He has no intention of turning against them. But Rami's comment was like, I'll just off you. Right? And then right here, she says she calls Vegapunk dead weight. <laughs> so it's like she has no value towards Vegapunk. She doesn't like, see the, the game. They, yeah, it's like, why is he here? He's dead weight. There's no point in him being here. Just all, like, you know, and it's like, yeah, just off you. Right, but going here, because uh, we don't have a lot of time, I'm gonna keep my context because everyone talk about everything else. But Kazaro's here, right? So going into, I mean, I kind of want what I want, like I said before, of uh, what we talked about the David back fight. I want either Kazaro, Zoro, or Sanji to deal with Kazaro. Matching up what I said, where I believe that they are ready to fight. Uh, Amros. So hopefully, since Zoro's already outside, he comes across Kazaro first. But if Sanji jumps in, either way, I'm happy with. I don't want Luffy to deal with it because Luffy's getting everybody. You know, I want someone else to do something, right? We already see, we already know you're already overpowered. But I do think it will be a dope aspect of like what Luffy does. Does this? We talk about Luffy able to do anything. Then Kazaro shows like a light beam at Luffy, and Luffy just like bat grabs it, right? Throws it back. <laughs> and throws it back. And Gazaro's like, what the heck was that? <laughs> Did this dude just grab my light beam and throw it back at me? And then it's like, and this is what uh, my friend was saying, right? That uh, that whole comment that Luffy's going to grab it, but then also kind of want confirmation, seeing Luffy's gear fit the ability that what he's able to do was like, hold on. And then he tells Akainu this. Uh, Akainu. And Akainu's like, Luffy's able to do what now? Then he starts talking to the Gorosei, and Gorosei starts revealing all they know about this truth. Mm-hmm. You know, because Vakabuck knows a little bit. He has the histories of what he read, but we already kind of got what Vakabuck knows. But the Gorosei know more. So what he, what my friend was saying, is that he kind of hopes this happens, so we get the fullest cover of Luffy's ability through the Gorosei. Because Akainu's like, I want answers. Because I was telling me this dude's Luffy's doing what now? Grabbing freaking light and throwing it back at him and like make, creating stuff out mm-hmm. of his own thing. That said, so I think that'll be pretty dope, right? Um, that we get the full that the, uh, the Gorosei. All of a sudden, behind him, that Akino's like, no, I want answers of what what, what I'm dealing with. We're out. We're supposed to be allies. Show me what. I'm, tell me what I'm dealing with now. What is Luffy? What is this Joy Boy? What is this Gear Fifth? So, yeah. Lawrence, yeah. are you saying Akino's coming to Egghead? That would be dope. <laughs> I wish. So oh, he get man. he can get that whip too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't know if you want that smoke. Yet, man. You feel me? Um, I hope. I hope Lucci uh, stays out of the arc. <laughs> the rest of it. I think we had enough. Oh, my God. Uh, and then Kazaro showing up. Uh, I feel like a lot of the admirals had really bad moments during post-time skip. And uh, this is an OG admiral. Like, this mm-hmm. is an admiral we shouldn't be playing with. I think if the admiral agenda has been taken, I think Kazaro will be able to lift it up. And I think that th- this will be the first time we probably see a Logia user of high-tier status awaken. And once that happens, this is going to be a different ball game. But also, I think Luffy should still be able to beat him uh, to a degree because Kaido is was that monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I still think Kaido had more left in the tank. But overall, I think that, you know, Luffy is up there enough to take on Kazaro. No. I do want uh, Zoro and Brooke to get their lick back for what happened mm. on Sabaody mm. Archipelago. Facts. Um, Facts. But a big piece of me dislikes Sanji as a post-time skip character. <laughs> but I do believe that there needs to be some uh, validation for him being in the monster trio at this point because I think Jinbei is more in that position than he is. But if he is to have a hockey blossom in order to put faith back into the community, put him against Kazaru. Let Sanji flaunt. Let him struggle. Let him you know, do what he has to do uh, because overall he couldn't even take off the boots 
uh, with his own <laughs> hockey that Vegapunk put on him. Uh, so, yeah. uh, but, you know, L after L for Sanji. But I, I do want to see him get the, a big W. So that's all I'll say. But we have five minutes left. Uh, just want to say thank you, guys. Let's do the Super Chats real quick. Bro, you don't see me struggling over here. <laughs> hold, on. hold on one second. Uh, I accidentally, like, backed out of the live, and for whatever reason, it wouldn't let me back in. Uh, no. But give me one second to try to scroll up. I think. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. We got a $2 Super Chat from Eldritchinator. It says, Shanks knew he had to die to go gear fifth and told the Gorusei. Um... I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that. I, don't see see that. that. Um, I mean, kill Shanks, either way. <laughs> uh, we got a $3 super chat from Steven Luizo. It says, the boys rest for no holidays. <laughs> much love. Thank you so much, Steven. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. Appreciate hope, it, man. Hope you guys all enjoyed y'all weekend. Yes, uh, yes. I know I did. Um, but that's all super chats we got for now. Uh, yeah. I don't think we have enough time to take a call. Nah, we can't take calls right now. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely do it next episode. It's just, I think everybody has to sometimes realize too, like these chapters, they're they're very lore dumpy, right? Yeah. yeah. Like we're not gonna be able to talk about everything mm -hmm. and still have time for the uh, the phone calls, even though we enjoy the phone calls. It's yeah, like we do. It's like we cannot, yo. Like there's there's times where like Vegapunk will just go off and we <laughs> yeah. have to just talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And also, and also too, there's some stuff that like, because it's not just like a sorry for thing we get the call say, not like a sacrifice on you guys, but it's also stuff that we also want to talk about more mm -hmm. that we kind of have to cut short. We can't just it's like there's stuff I still want to talk about or reveal or share with you guys, but I can't mm -hmm. because time wise. So mm -hmm. kind of goes with the same with calls, and I think next week we have no chapter. Yeah, so no we'll chapter. Have, it's so, break week. So we'll have time. more it'll time for calls. The, out. It'll be yeah. started in the new year too, I think. Yeah, man. I mean, you know me. I'd have talked about Stussy for like. <laughs> Two hours, bro, if possible. Stussy yeah. gang, man. I love that hashtag. <laughs> Stiffy gang for me. I can't. Yeah, bro, so we, we hit episode 80, guys. 80. Yo, 80 of them. Thanks, yeah. bro. That's Marv, crazy. Marv, is it? It's going to be two years next year, right? In July or something like that? In July? Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's like a whole, like, Almost eight months from now, bro. I know, but I'm, I'm, listen, I'm just saying. It's just, we've been yo, doing this. It's going to be three yeah. years been, yo, next year. <laughs> <laughs> what? We've been, doing this for, we've been doing this for 80 episodes, man. This is kind of crazy. Did we figure what we're doing for the 100? Uh, no, I haven't thought uh, about it. Yeah, what do you want to do? You want to wrestle in KY Jelly? Uh, live audience. Live audience? What do you well, mean? Like, rent a theater out? What are you talking about? You want to do a live? Or, you want our community in... I don't know how many people live in Jersey. Yeah. I don't know how many people live in Jersey though. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Marv wants y'all to pull up to Bravery. Yeah, Marv wants you guys <laughs> to pull up to the studio so we can have a live audience for the hundredth episode. Yeah. That'd be wild. It'd be kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I feel like hashtag buggy gang would happen. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so person. much buggy yeah, gang. Yeah. If y'all gonna do that, y'all better roll up in buggy costumes then. then so yeah, that would be kind of wild. So Screaming hashtag buggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so there are a couple things that I have in store for next year that I'm probably going to be super ambitious about. Uh, I'm going to try to do some panels at like some of the cons next year. Uh, Thank you. We're going to get kind of crazy. I can see I, I have a, a couple things that I want to reach out and do. So expect us to get a little bit bigger next year, for sure. 
Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of wild. Oh, should making bar longer. We have we're a making bar longer. Making bar longer. Yeah. We got a $50 super chat from our guy, Tachi. Tachi, thank you, Thank you so much, Tachi. It says, crushing 2022. Y'all blowing up 2023. Merry New Year's Eve chat. What's up, man? Yo, Tachi is a legend. Thank you so much, Tachi. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tachi got big stuff in the works, too, coming up soon, man. Yeah. So... Um, be you know, catch us at some cons next year. We're mm. definitely gonna do something big. There's gonna be a lot of moving around pieces. It's just gonna just keep you. You guys are gonna be like, holy. Um, we're we're gonna have a affiliation program soon too. Uh, I'm still working out the kinks on that, but it's more about business than it is about the uh, the the way to have people share our name. Because we've been ha- we've been asked about that, but there's a lot of business stuff on the business end that I have to take care of in order to make it like all super easy. But once it is, I, I, yo, it's gonna be so dope, man. You guys are gonna be like, yo, holy f, like this is this is truly like a fleet, like a kingdom. Like you're gonna be like, yo, this is crazy. So <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Topt Grand Fleet. Yes, but thank you to everybody who gave us super chats. You are thank more you. than love. Thank you to all of our audio-only listeners as well. Thank you for everybody that's in the YouTube, always showing us love, always liking the video. Please, if you haven't went to my YouTube channel, uh, check out my latest theory. It's about uh, the ancient weapon Uranus and how the Birkins created it, and it's a weather ball. Also, Sebastian has his own personal YouTube as well. He's going to start dropping theories soon. And to everybody that loves me and the guys, listen, my name is Larry. Lawrence, Lido, Sam, Jana, Jana, Dave.